We're going to learn. It should be Falias Neshama for Elio Tzion Ben Reb Hananya. Also, um, so um, usually we learn Torah or Lakuti Torah on the Parsha. This week we've done already the Lakuti Torah that's there. Uh, it's only a small Lakuti Torah, Parsha Shmini. There is a beer which I once started learning, and I think we got stuck in the middle. It was a, like a difficult beer, a lot of Kabbalah. I chose to learn this mimer, even though it's not, a, it's, a, it's in Derech Metzvah which is a book of explaining mitzvahs based on Hasidus, the esoteric element of the mitzvot. I chose the mitzvah of Achilas Kachi Kachim Shiyonim Menachis, which is not L'Chayra directed to this week's parsha, but there obviously is connected, because even though the main mitzvah of eating karbonos are not this week in the parsha, but you do have a whole dialogue. Moshe Rabbeinu was upset that they didn't eat the karbon. That's so important that Kahanim should eat the karbon. And like you get to the point where Moshe gets angry. And you have the whole thing. Should have they eaten? Should they not have eaten it? So obviously eating karbonos is a, is, is a eating of the sacrifices is a major theme in this week's parsha. Bechlal, the parsha is related a lot to eating because you have the laws of kashras at the end of the parsha. So let's take a deeper look into the whole idea of eating. He's going to explain the different... Now, the concept we learned already in different memorandum other years, but it's always refreshing to learn it again. And But this mimer, technically, we didn't learn yet here. Um, and uh, it deals with the mitzvah of kohanim to eat the karbonos. And it, it will also explore the difference of eating on Shabbos and then the eating during the week. So we begin. It's in Derech Mitzvah Secha, page 180, a mitzvah sachilas kotche kotchim. The mitzvah of 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 kohanim eating the karbonos, v'shayare minachis, and the leftovers of a mincha. So it says like this: lachol akahanim kotche kadashim. The mitzvah is that the kohanim should eat from the holy, from the sacrifices. B'migdash in the base of migdash. And Amar, as it says, v'ichlu oisam ashakiper behem, that those people who who had, who did the kapara, they should eat them. B'seidet etzave. There's another mitzvah, that's in Parshas Tzav. That was the Parshas Tzav, which was the Parsha before this one, Shemini. As well, the mitzvah is, Kohanim should eat the leftovers of the Mincha. As it says, The leftovers, Aaron and his son should eat. They should eat it as matzos in a holy place, in the courtyard of the of the tabernacle, Yochluhu, they should eat it. And this is what the Chinuch says, Mitzvah Kuf Beis, Klal Adavar, this is the rule. Kol Basar Karben Achatos, Va'asham, all the flesh of a Karben Achatos, and an Asham, Ha'yanechol, was eaten, Lezichri Kuhuna, to the male Kohanim, Ba'azara, in the Azara. Uba'achilizu, Tishlam Kaparas, Hamiskaper. And their eating wasn't a simple eating. Their eating brought about the completion of the atonement of the one who was being atoned for. As the sages say, the Kohanim would eat, and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the owners and the owners of the Karbon have Kapara. That's why we see Taka, the rabbis that are Kohanim in the city, eat a lot, so that they should bring about atonement for all the community. The more they eat, the more atonement there is for the community. And by the way, I'm a Kohen. I'm just making note of that. Um, the Karhanim eat and the people get kapara. That's my new line. 
if my wife gets on my case. Yeah? Well, love and that to understand this, the sages tell us, there's a pasuk that says, if it would be eaten, it's parshas, uh, I think it's parshas tzav, the, the verse is talking about two eatings. What are the two eatings? When it came to sacrificial meat, there was two consumings of the meat, of the carbon. One was by the altar, by the mizbeach, and then after the, the mizbeach ate its portion, then the kohanim ate. And ratzaloyim rachilas kohanim, the eating of the human is the eating of the kohanim, v'achas mizbeach, and one of them is the eating of the mizbeach. If you ask a pasha to yid, you ask any person, not only a pasha to yid, even a big lamdin, which eating is a higher eating, the eating of the mizbeach or the eating of the kohen, Hands down, everybody will say the eating of the mizbeach. That's like serving the portion to God. And then the kohanim are like a second look at the eating. But we're going to see over here that, that, it's, that it's, Moshe, it's, it's, it's totally opposite. The eating of the kohanim was a much higher form of eating. The eating of the kohanim was a much higher form of eating than the eating of the mizbeach. It's similar to what? The eating of the mizbeach is similar, the eating of the Mizbeach was similar to the eating of an animal. There's an interesting halacha. The halacha says, the, 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 the halacha says that a person may not eat until he first feeds his animal. In the time that we're in right now, we also have a similar idea. Um, the, the first carbon we give after, from the new grains, every year we have new food, we have a new crop. Who do we feed first with the new crop? First we feed the omer, the barley. That's called machel behema. We feed the animal. And only on Shavuos do we start feeding man. We, make a, we bring shtei alechem, two breads. So we see the order is that the first has to be the achilas behema, and after the achilas behema can be achilas adam. Could be the human human being eating. So for that, as, as we're going to see in the mimer, so, so, so it comes out different than what people think. Conventional understanding is that the reason why the kohanim are not allowed to eat the carbon until the mizbeach gets, because it's not respectful. How dare you eat before the king eats? First you give the king. As it says over there, um, um, in the Pasuk it says, the Ebershter says, Basi legani, achalti yari I ate my forest. I ate my, my with I ate my salad. The Ebishta says my forest with the with my honey mustard uh, dressing. Shasisi yani in chalavi. The Ebishta says I had my wine. I had my milk, and then ichlureim. Everybody else should eat. You wait for the melech to eat first. But according to the mimer, as we learn over here, the Indian the, the, it's 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 the opposite. First, the reason why the kohanim can't eat until you give them his beach first is because the food first has to be processed. The Mizbeach does the first processing and processes the food to a certain purification. And only after that purification can it be taken to a whole much higher level that's the eating of the Kahanim. So the, the, the eating of the Mizbeach is only a preparation for the eating of the Kahan. Because the Kayan is representing a much higher level of godliness 
than the Mizbeach represents. Of course, we don't mean chas v'sholem, that the eating of a human being is the higher than the eating of God. Can't say so. But what we mean over here is like this. The kahanim, because of their unique neshamas that they had, their souls were rooted in a place that's higher than, what the, than the godliness of the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach represents a certain level of, divine, of, of the divine. And the, nisha, and, and, and the kahanim, they're related to the... In general, as we're going to see in the, in the, in the Mimer, the Mizbeach is the feminine side of God, what we call the Shechina. And the Kohanim are the male side of Hashem, relating to what's called Ze'er Ampen HaKadosh Baruch. So first, as we're going to see the general ideas, you see also in the animal world, you see that the lioness goes out and makes the kill. She catches the prey. And then, and the, and the man, he's laying over there, he's, he's snoring. And then he gets up after she does all the hard work. She gives, she, she goes on the hunt. She drags the, you know, the dead carcass. And then comes the man, the children, the cubs, and then the husband comes and the guy, and he goes and he, and he eats his portion. So similar to that, everything in the physical world is so reflective, mirrors and reflecting the spiritual dynamics of things. There is a, there is a spiritual kind of eating. And where the Shekhinah first needs to, eating means you're consuming something from outside of you and taking it into you and then it becomes part of you. So there is an eating in the divine, there's an eating in the godly. When something of the physical world or something of the creation, the created reality in the creation gets reabsorbed in elokus, in godliness, that's a big, that's called eating. Because the Abishter is eating something, something that was outside of him, something that was part of the creation is now becoming back absorbed. Bechlau, life, as we're going to see, life works in a cycle. The Abishter ch channels his infinite energy down through a whole system of Ashtalshalus, of the various different levels, and it descends, and the energy descends, and it descends first, it becomes from godly, it creates the spiritual realms, and from the spiritual it descends further, and it becomes physical. So the Abishter makes from Elokus Ruchnius, and from Ruchnius the Abishter makes Kashmias. And what does the Balshemtiv say? That God makes from, from Ruchnius, Gashmias. And what does God want us to do? We have to pick up the Gashmias and make it back Ruchnius and bring it back into Lukus. When a Yid eats a Dover Gashmi and then he uses that energy to do a mitzvah, or he uses that energy and the Yid cries out, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echod. So what happened? Gashmias became a Lukus, became divine. So in that process of, of Gashmias being elevated back into the divine, there's various different stages. The first stage is the Shechina is the first one to eat. What the Shechina really does is she acts as a filter. The Mizbeach was a filter. It separates that which is edible, and it's similar to human eating. When humans eat, what happens? You take the food that you're eating, you take the food that you're eating, and your body begins immediately a process of filter. Even before eating, there's a whole long process of filtering, of, 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 of uh, sifting. It's a borer. It's a process of borer. Because you have the seed, then you have to. The seed is not edible as it is. You have to crush the seed and, 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 and grind it. First, you have to peel away the peel and, and do the whole um, you know, threshing and separating. And finally, you get the seed. The seed has to be turned into flour, flour. Then the baking. The baking process also takes out certain the heat causes certain things that are inside of it to, to, to go out. And then it's only the best of the best. And then once you put it in your body, 
So the body begins to process, and the chewing, and you're breaking it down, and bring it, put it into the, in, once it goes into the stomach, the body processes the, the toiv and the mufchar, the best of it gets absorbed in, in the, the nutrients, get absorbed in the blood, and the best of the best goes up into the brain, and, and, and produces, and, and can enhance life, and becomes right, the, 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 the enhancer of life. So all that is from what? So you see that the whole process of eating is a beer. So who eats first? When we're, when, we're, when, when we're elevating something from the Gashmiistiga world back into Lukuz, so first it's going into Sphere Samalchus. Malchus does its first filtration and sifting. And after that, and that's called the eating of the animal, because we'll see, see that Malchus is called Behema. And then higher than that, after Malchus is done eating it, purifying it, and elevating it, now it's, it's elevated to a much higher level, and that's the Kohen. And the Kohen begins to eat it. And the main idea that he's going to explain in the Mimer, that the, there's a, aside for the eating on two levels, the Mizbeach eats it first, and after it's processed, it's the opposite of a, it's, it's, it's a food chain, in a sense. It's like the food is being elevated and going up higher. And then the Adam eats it, but there's a, there's a, a very primary difference between the purpose of the eating of the Behema, the eating of the Mizbeach, now, by the way, now why do I keep on saying the Mizbech is, is eating of a behemoth? The Mizbech is a Mizbech. The power that consumed the carbonis on the Mizbech was in the shape of an animal, in the shape of a lion. So you see, Mizbech represents an animal eating. It's a holy animal, whatever that means. But the, it's first being eaten by what's called behemoth, and then it's going up to be eaten by human. The difference between the two eatings is which he's going to explain the primary thrust thrust, or we say this primary theme, theme of the mimer, is that human eat, uh, that, is that the animal eating is mainly elevation. You're elevating something back from the mundane, to the spiritual, to the holy, to the godly. It's going higher and higher. S- elevation of sparks. That's, that's the eating of the Mizbeach, raising things up. The main point of the eating of the Adam, of the Kohanim, even though there is by them also a process of elevation, of elevating, but the main point of their eating was not an, an, an elevation, but on the, on the contrary, it was a hamshacha. It was drawing down new vitality and new energy from above. Like we see in our eating as well, you have these two things. First, you eat the food. The food gets processed in your body. It goes into your blood. But then what happens as a result of that? The neshama becomes more comfortable in the body. The neshama gets, to, there's something in the body that pulls the neshama. The body has more strength to pull the soul down. What happens? Or the kishur, the connection of the nefesh and the guf becomes intensified. Not just that you feel, you know, you're strong and you feel refreshed after you eat. Before that, you can become fachalish, become weakened. If you don't eat for a long time, chas v'shalom, the soul can completely leave the body. So the, 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 the eating of the food enhances and enables the kishur, the connection of the soul and the body. But, more, but it, it's in the koichas and nefesh as well. A person like Reb Nachman says that I couldn't really uh, uh, um, um, invest myself into that subject, understand this Indian. Why? Because I didn't eat. Okay, they said he didn't eat beef, he didn't eat meat. But the idea is he didn't eat. What does the eating do? Eating does that it strengthens the powers of the soul manifest. What is that? That's not a halal. That's a hamshacha. The nefesh is being drawn down in the body. Now just like our nefesh is the soul and the power in our body, there is a cosmic soul. And what's the cosmic soul? That's the Ein Sof. That's the infinite light of God. 
And the infinite light of Hashem has to draw down energy and a flow, a life flow into creation. So just like in the little, in the microcosm, in the human being, there's a process of eating to accomplish that. The same is also above in the entire, in, in the whole uh, cosmic system, that there is an eating in which things are elevated up. And as a result of that, we cause the hamshacha going down. The eating of the kahanim was primarily hamshacha bringing things down. That's a synopsis of what we're going to learn. The Rebbe is also going to explain that that's the difference between the eating that we eat during the week, which is more, the eating that we eat during the week is more of a filtration, where the avoida is mainly elevating things up, and the eating of Shabbos, which is all about channeling. When you're eating on Shabbos, you're channeling light down, channeling godliness into the world. Now let's read inside. Perik Aleph. We learned already the first paragraph. Yeah, it's a birah there as well. There's a birah all along. Yeah, from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So it's a mixed up world. Perik Aleph. To understand all of this in There's two eatings. One is the eating of man. And one of them is the eating of the Mizbeach. The Indian who and the idea is the Achilas Mizbeach, the eating of the Mizbeach, who Shohayim Akrivin Abehema Allah. They were Makriv Abehema. They brought an animal, they put it on the Mizbeach. And a fire from above descended. And it ate the karbon. Kamaimid as I'll say, just say, Kidmus Arye, like the image of a lion, it descended, and it would consume the karbonis. Which the idea behind it is that we're doing what's called Avaidah Sabirurim. This is the result concept of the purpose of all of creation is that we should elevate sparks. Things have fallen. Things are becoming disconnected from Hashem. And we got to bring Him back. So when we take an animal, or a bird, or even a meal offering, we're taking something that contains within itself a spark of God, but it's, became, it's trapped in a physical entrapment attra- that disconnects it and has nothing godly about it. And when you're bringing it to the base of Migdash, and you're connecting it back to Hashem, that's an elevation of a spark. This is the birudim, the refining process. That the sparks from the world of Tayu, which is where the where the, 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 the sparks come from. How do you have sparks scattered all over? Because there's a world, an ancient world, a primordial world of Tayu, of, of chaos, which collapsed, which we spoke about many times, which we're not going to review now. That has fallen down through a process of a collapse. And where did it fall? These sparks, these potent, powerful points of energy, where did it fall? It fell into the klipa. It fell into the unholy. And the klipa is called noiga. Le noiga. It fell into the klipa's noiga. Now there, there are sparks of holiness that fell down even lower than klipa's noga. It fell into the three impure klipas, into pure evil. But that he's not talking about because that's not, that's not elevatable through the, through the Torah's guidance. So that's not, we don't deal with that. That will let, uh, whatever, that, 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 that's, that's a different story. So our avoid is to elevate these sparks that fell into noiga, into Klipas Noga. What's, what's Klipas Noga? So Klipas Noga resides in all three worlds. The, the Bria, the Bria Yetzir and Asiya. Because there's Klipa in our world of Asiya, in our physical world, there's, and, and, there's, and there's Klipa in the higher realms. Whatever it is, there are entities that are Klipadik. What is the idea that Klipadik? They're disconnected from Hashem. 
and we have to bring them back into a union with God. And they, re, and they become elevated into holiness. They become reabsorbed. They get, they get absorbed into Malchus, into the Shechina element of the world of Atzilus. Malchus is the final attribute of Atzilus. That's the point in where, um, the point where the creation meets the creator. Malchus, because Malchus is the source of the creation. So if you're going to take something from the created realm and bring it back into Lukus, you have to first bring it through the entrance, through the doorway. Malchus is called the doorway. That's the Zahashar Lashem. So all sparks have to go through Malchus. So that's the idea. And what's the Mizbeach? The Mizbeach was the physical manifestation of Malchus of Atzilus in this world. And therefore, when you're bringing something to the Mizbeach, Mamash, you can see to visualize it. You're taking a spark and you're putting it into, and, and, and on the Mizbeach was the fire. God is a fire. So it, it, is this, is this energy of the, of the animal gets reabsorbed in the godly fire. Shenevlam, the Malchus Datzilus, it gets absorbed in Malchus of Atzilus. Makar de the source of Bria Tzir like it says, Malchuscha Malchus that your kingship is the, is the kingship of all worlds. So you see that Malchus is the source of all worlds. Shamalchus Datzilus. Now, Malchus of Atzilus Nishpeles Bibia descends. Now, we said like this Malchus is the source of all worlds. But Malchus, aside from it being the source of creation, there is a constant involvement of the attribute of Malchus, of Shechina, to, to engage and to, and to draw things from the, from, from the creation back into godliness. Malchus is constantly active. Levarer Birude Noiga, to be Mavarer, to do a bitter in Birudim of, the, of Noiga, of the world of Noiga, as it says, Vatitain Teref. It says in, in Eishas Chayil, which he's referring to the Shechina, that Vatitain Teref, she gives Teref, which Teref means um, prey. I mean, she catches something, she catches prey. But also Teref means food, but Teref also is Reish Peches. It's the gematria of the sparks of holiness. So Malchus Indian is to go down and collect those sparks of holiness. And those sparks, and these nitzutzen are nichlal, all absorbed in Malchus. Like it says, Bezoyar and Zoyar, This is the idea, which the Zohar talks about, that, that there are a thousand mountains for which this great animal, Malchus, is called an animal, and she's called Behemarabba, the big animal. And what is she doing? She's consuming a thousand mountains of, 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 of uh, vegetation or whatever. What is that? Obviously, the Zohar is speaking metaphorically. What does that mean? It means that the Shechina, which is called Behema, now let me just give one little Nikuda. Why is Shechina called Behema? So we spoke about this in many classes, and just, just now on Pesach, we spoke about it as well. That um, Shechina creates the consciousness of creation. Remember, Shechina is associated with Malchus. And Malchus is, the, is what is, is the bedrock or the platform of creation. Why? Because what does Malchus say? Malchus Hashem is assuming a role of being a king. And when he's a king, he needs to have a creation. Before God decides to be a king, then there's no reason for a creation. So all there exists is only God. When God lowers himself down to be a Melech, oh, so now he's a king. He descends and he... So Malchus is already the support of creation. 
Now the very idea that Malchus can entertain a creation means that Malchus is playing a game. Because Mitzad the Emes Shebe Emes, it's not possible that there should be something that's not God. Because God is, He is Matthias, He is existence. He is all is he, is the, is the, is, he is the is of everything. So there can't be a thing that's not Ebeshter. This that there, that there is something, it's because the Ebeshter decided he wants to be a Melech, so there has to be something. But that itself is kind of a, a concealment on the Emes. Hashem is blinding himself. That's what Hashem is doing. Hashem is blinding himself. When Hashem, when Hashem lowers himself into Malchus, God is purposely diminishing his das, like a father getting down on the floor to play and be silly with his child. God is being silly when he's being a melech. That's a silliness. And that's why it's called behemah. Because the behemah is silly. A behemah doesn't have das. A adam has das. So these attributes that are higher than malchus, they're called adam. Because over there is crystal clear and sharp and very, very vivid that what? That there's nothing but God. In realms higher than Malchus. But once you get into Malchus, Malchus creates kind of this fog. This fog. Where you don't see the MS. And it's not only the creations that are created by Malchus don't see the MS. Malchus itself kind of goes along with this game. In other words, we couldn't have invented such a good lie. That would be too, you know, we, could, we couldn't have come up with something like that. So you need the Abishter himself to like, not, I'm not saying Ramesh a lie, because Saif Kosaif, there is an MS to the fact that the Shem created the world. But this idea that there can possibly exist something that's not God, God has to first believe that in order that we should be able to accept that. So that's why Malchus is called Behema. But what's the purpose of Malchus? Is that the, the Abishter wants to be a Melech. And what's a Melech? Melech is that his creations are bottled to him. Not chas v'shalom, because once God creates creations and gives us the idea that we're independent beings, sometimes we carry that a little too far. And that is that we, we're independent beings, that means we're totally independent, and we don't need a God. And if I don't need God, I do whatever I want. So there has to be, it's, it's a constant, it's keeping things in check, because things can drift off, like we all know, that we forget a lot of times, that the Ebishter is our melech. So that's, that's the idea. That, oh, but over here... Um, so this is the carbon of the behema. You have an you have a, an animal that comes from the world of noiga, and what are you doing? You're bringing it al gabem You're bringing it onto the outer mizbeach. Shahu malchus datzilas, which the mizbeach is the manifestation of malchus of atzilas. Hamislabeshes, who enclothes herself, Bibiya, in Bria Yetzir and Asiya, because where is the Mizbeach? The Mizbeach is in our world. So it's Malchus of Atzilus enclosed in this world to do what? To, to elevate sparks. Umani Tzutzis, Elu, and from these sparks, Nasu Soid Mayin Nukvin. And these sparks hold the key to the entire Hamshacha of godliness flowing into the world, it's all dependent on these sparks. Because the pleasure, obviously, why is God creating the world? There's something pleasurable in creation that the Abishter is getting that keeps God interested in the world. What's the pleasure Hashem has? Hashem has pleasure when these sparks return to Him. When something of the physical, of the lowly, of the dark world, when when darkness is converted to light, 
What does that mean? When something that feels itself, something that's living in a lie, in an unholy state, in a disconnected state, returns back into MS, into truth, that's a nachas to the Ebershter. So that's why that stimulates within God a desire to be mashpia. Umani. And this is, this, is, this is related to the idea that you have mashpia and makabu, you have a husband and a, and, and a wife, and the husband is the mashpia, the wife is the recipient, but in order for the husband to be mashpia to the wife, the wife has to provoke him. And that provocation, that provoking is called maya nukvin. It's called feminine waters. Feminine waters means she is doing something to cause him to be interested in her. We need to do something to cause God to be interested in us. And what is that? When we give him something, he's constantly giving us. When we give him something of our, of our, of our realm, return it back to him, that causes him, that, 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 that's a tainu. He says, These sparks, these sparks become the secret of Maya Nukvin, feminine waters, the Nukva of Nukva, she. In other words, once we take these sparks of holiness, we give it back, what? What? How can that be? I, I made it on this page. Hold on, maybe it's. No, <laughs> it's there. The top line is missing. Oh, yeah. It's only the top line that was missing. There couldn't have been that you made a copy like this and that whole page suddenly is not here. Copied something else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And from these sparks, comes the secret of Maya Nukvin of feminine waters. This is the idea, you see, the word Mizbeach, and this is the idea of Achilas Mizbeach. And afterwards, once we deliver something back to Hashem, that causes the Ebrister to give Hamshacha and Bracha. And everything into the world. And that's called Mayan Mad, means Mayan Dukhrin, masculine waters. The male waters, which means the male's hashpa to the female, which would be in this case the Shechina Malchus. And from Malchus, she's the headquarters through her to, the, to every creation and every, and, every, and, and every being. Malchus is the source, she's the mother of all of creation. So through her, he's Mashpia to her, and then through her to the worlds. And afterwards comes down the mad, the Mayan Duchnan Datsilas. But there's another Indian over here. In addition to mad, to Mayan Duchnan being, being Bechlal, Ahashpah from the Ebishter, from Hashem, back into the Olamais, back into the world. But there's another Indian there as well. It con- the, the part of this elevation in which we're taking sparks of holiness, or we're taking something of this world, and we're reabsorbing it back into Elokus, into godliness. There's, it, that too goes through various, goes through two stages. Stage number one, as we said before, Malchus, you're putting it on the Mizbeach, and Malchus, there's a bitter of Malchus. So, so we're going to understand what this all means to us. I mean, how, what does this mean in our Avedah? But there is an, a, a spark goes back into Malchus. 
Malchus can only elevate something to a certain, to a certain, to a certain level. Malchus can't bring something to perfect fusion with the Ein Self. For a very simple thing. Malchus is taking something back into her consciousness. But the consciousness of Malchus itself, as we said earlier, is somewhat a distorted consciousness. It's the consciousness of Behemoth. It's not pure MS. Pure MS is Einoid Movada. When you want to bring something bracket to Elokuz, the ultimate target is that this Nitzutz, this spark, should come back to a, to a reality, to a recognition that there's nothing but God. As long as this spark is still within the world of Malchus, it's not going to see that. Because Malchus itself sees itself, as, a, as sees God, sees, sees Hashem as a king over the world. So that means that there is a possible, that there's, there's, there's something else existing besides Hashem. So it's not pure, pure achtos Hashem. Everything is bottled to Hashem. Hashem controls everything. Or like we, we call it in, in Hasidus, we call it Yehudet Atah, the lower Yehud. But it's not the ultimate. See, when the Abishter wants a spark to come back, he wants it to come back from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high. It should be reabsorbed in God's absolute truth. For that, it has to ascend above Malchus. But Malchus doesn't have the koyach to do that. So what then? Malchus elevates something to a state of bitl to, to Hashem. Then comes the masculine waters from above. That means the mashpia HaKadosh Baruch the higher attributes. They are mashpia down, light, into that nitzutz. And when they are mashpia, their light into the nitzutz, that enlightens that nitzutz, that spark, with the illumination of pure godly awareness, and that is that there's nothing but Hashem. So we can lift, so in a sense we can say like this, lifting things up to malchus is the highest, conceptually the highest that a creation can reach. We can reach a state of total bittle to our creator, but we can't, we can't, we can't break out of the created realm. We can, we can acknowledge that God is our power. Then you need divine assistance from above. You need something from my lukus purely to come and invite the nitzutz in to a higher, to a higher, to a higher union, to a higher union. So that's called the, the completion of the birur. The completion of the birur happens dafka through the Mayan Dukhrin, through the masculine waters and not through the feminine waters. Because you need the male water, so to speak to be nimshach onto that, onto that nitzos, which is the feminine waters, and through that you can create something new. Similar to the idea of Bechla, when you're creating a child. There's also the fusion of the, of the feminine waters and the masculine waters, and only then do you have a perfect beater to create something new. And that is also over here. The spark is elevated and elevated and elevated into Malchus, once, she, once the spark is there, it needs to meet the Giloim al-Maila, the revelation from above. This concept we find with Yosef and the brothers. It says, That all of them were sheaving sheaves in the field. And then, um, and then they all surround Yosef's sheave, Yosef's, uh, yeah, Yosef's bundle, and they bow down to him. So what's the significance in it? So it says the same idea. That the, the, the 12 Shvatim, they are all, so to speak, um, 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 branches of Malchus. Their, their Nishamas were from Alma de Nukva, from the feminine world of Malchus. And therefore, they're able to only do what's called the Biru Rishain. They're able to take scattered stalks of hay, which scattered represents the idea 
that things are in an ungodly state. Everybody's doing, everybody's living on their own. Every entity, everybody's having their own party. And what does it make to what does it mean to make a sheave? To make a sheave means you take a thread, a string, and you tie it all together. Which means that you're recognizing in all the in the all the other otherwise disjointed, fragmented elements of your life, you recognize Hashem Echod. How does a person have oneness in his life? If something like this, one day, one, one moment in my life, one moment in my day, I'm doing this. The other moment, I'm doing that. So what's connecting it? What's 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 really? And it's and it's and it's and it's and it's, and it's not good for a person to be frazzled and to be all over the place. So there is something that holds us together. What is it? You have one purpose. You have one inyan. What's the one inyan in the Jew's life? The oneness is echad, God. I'm living my life for the Abish Tzeratzin. So no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing business, whether I'm meeting, whether I'm exercising, whether I'm, whatever else I'm doing, I'm taking the string of echad. That's why when we say the word echad, we say long echad, which means because we're supposed to stretch the echad to, to stretch it out over the entire day. From the beginning of the day, it should all go under the umbrella of Echad. And that's what the Shvatim were doing. They were, they were, they were, they were taking the bundles and unifying them. From, from a state of Piru to a state of serving one cause, serving God. But that's only half the, half the deal. Because that, the Shvatim were only able to bring things to a state of Bittl. Yosef at Tzadik's Neshama, he was from a world higher than Malchus. Because Yosef is Yesoid. Is Yosef's Nisham is the only one of the Shvatim that comes from Alma de Tchura. It comes from the male world. From the world of godliness that's higher than Malchus. And that's where after they finished eating it, Yosef has to eat it now. In a sense, they make their bundles and they submit themselves to Yosef's bundle. And Yosef finishes and completes the bitter. Similar to Hasidim and Arabas, the same thing. We do our Avodah to the highest we can. It says by the Mishkan the same thing. The Yidin did their Avodah. But then they have to bring the whole Mishkan to Moshe Rabbeinu. We know that our limitations in our spirituality. We can elevate things only to a certain limit. We bring it. All of our Avodah has to be, go from our Neshama, transmitted to our Rebbe. And then the Rebbe polishes it with the highest bitter and completes the bitter and unifies it in Elokos. That's, that's the system. So the same over here is, is, the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the two processes in eating. One is the Achilas Mizbeach. And as he says, the masculine waters come down next. To make a bitter, what we call bitter amiti, a true bitter. Because Malchus' bitter is not really a true bitter because it's not yet ultimate truth. Until it can, it can, it can become God, it becomes godly. Instead of it being a creation, it now completely was integrated and melted into and unified with Hashem. stated elsewhere. But now the eating, that's, that's Malchus' Aveda. That's the first eating, the eating of the Mizbeach. Things are elevated. The point is there should be a Hamshach. But the eating of man, this is to draw down from the supernal man up above Datsilis. Sha'alaki say that's on the throne, the Muskemara Adam. On the throne, there was an image of the image of a person. Which is the Zair Ampin, the six emotions of Atsilis. Shanikra Adam, which is called man. Why is he called man? Because a man is made up of 248 limbs. 
the Malka. So there's the 248 limbs of the king. And the 365 arteries. When we need to draw down the Shefa, the flow, from the supernal man above, down here below, so now, till now, we're talking about halal. Halal means, as we said earlier, taking a spark, elevating it, elevating, elevating it, and then the final complete elevation is when it goes from her to him, to the husband. Zodat, right? There's amshacha from higher, picking up that spark. Now, once that has been accomplished, now begins a system of hamshacha, of drawing down light. No, because when you're when the hamshacha is 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 slowly but surely, that one day will come when in Yehudatata will be Yehudila. And that comes through bits. Bits, bits, bit by bit. The from that's the idea, Yamamshacha Kadish Baruchu into the Shekhinah. And eventually the is a dira bitahtainam. Which means that the, the consciousness of Yehud, of Yehudilah becomes uh, the, the reality of the Tachtai. Uh, um, so, so in order for this, this Hamshacha to happen, the next Hamshacha, which is the Hamshacha of the, of the, of the, of the lights of Atzilas, of, 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 of the Adam Elyon that's above Malchus, when it needs to give it its, its Hamshacha down here below, so you need to have a serusid latata dugmazu. Again, we'll understand this a little better as we move forward. What's the, what's the concept of this hamshach? So what's really, what, what is the idea of this? But we'll see in a minute. So there needs to be now, um, in a serusid latata dugmazu something mamish. Vahainu. And what is that? Sheyoychal adam shalamata dafka. See, everything has to be triggered. The Abishta gave us everything. He put into our hands everything. So even the part that God has to do, that too he gave into our hands. See, it's amazing. Apipashtis, the elevation part of elevating a spark, that's our Aveda. The, tr- the channeling light from above, that's God's job. But even God's in Yanim, that too the Abishta gave us in our Torah Mitzvahs. That we do them and he does them through us. So in order that there should be this Sarusa Deleyela, this Hamshacha from above, you need someone who is going to resemble who is going to represent God himself, the Adam Deleyela, and by him doing that act, whatever it is he's going to be doing, that's going to mirror and reflect and thereby generate, generate and cause this happening above. So a human has to eat because the human, human being is in the image of Hashem. Like it says, Nasa Adam B'Tzalmenu. Let us make man in our image. Now he's going to explain in the parentheses, but a dafka has to be a koyen. The koyen, dafka, dafka, koyen. This can't be accomplished by anybody else's eating. Dafka, koyen. Kihu dugmaza. Because the one who resembles the most the configuration of divine attributes that are higher than Malchus is dafka the koyen. Because the chemistry of the koyen's neshama is a mirror reflection of the chemistry of the Anpin. Why? Because a Koyen is an Isha Chesed. He's a man of Chesed. 
And the predominant attribute from all the seven attributes, from all the six attributes of the configuration called Zerampin, is Chesed. Chesed the Azalim Kuleyoyma. Chesed is the, is, the, is the sphere that goes along with every day. It's the underlying current of every attribute. Even in Gevura, Gevura is an expression of discipline or whatever it is, but it, 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 it's flowing on top of Chesed and with Chesed. And it has to become, because without Chesed, there's no relationship to begin with. What's Gevura? Gevura is, in the context of every relationship, there's pulling back, there's disciplining, whatever it is. But, but, but what is that based on? That there's a relationship. And, and what opens you up to someone else? Chesed, attraction, connection. So the chesed is that first connection. And as a result of that, you can have everything else. Like the Rebbe once explained that when there's a mitzvah to hate a certain Jew, that too is a mitzvah to love him. Why? Because when you're saying you've got to hate him, it means you've got to be in a relationship with him. You can't ignore him. He can't just totally be out of your mind, out of your system. You know, he's not a Jew. I have nothing to do with him. Hating is a, I, I can't have a positive connection to him. I can't have a, a connection of, of chesed. So for whatever reason is, in this case, the Torah says I have to hate him. But why do I have to hate him? So the hash of have a shaykhis with him. If I can't have a... So which means that the underlying element of everything is a chesed. So the kayin, the kayin's neshama is built on chesed. That's his nature. The kayin, dafki, tugmazo, sheruboi ma'achasadim, is mainly constructed of chesed. As stated in Zoyar, the face of the king is radiating. What does that mean? Radiating is chesed. Light. Malkadavka. See, Malchus, which is the last and final attribute, the feminine side of God, is primarily structured on Gevura. Malchus is. Malchus is primarily built on, on judgment. There is chesed there as well. So you want chesed to be there in Malchus as well, but it's gvura tempered with chesed. But, but the husband, Zeir Ampin, which is higher than Malchus, its main temperament is chesed. Kohanim are called are, are, are ish chesed, as it says by the Kayin Gadol, by Aaron, tumecha v'urecha, the urim v'tumim, le'ish chasidecha, to your man of chesed. And that's why kahanim are all about blessing. That's their energy. They're here to bless, to give ashpa. And what, is, what was Aaron's character? What was Aaron's avoida? Oyev shalom v'roidev shalom. He was a peacemaker. He was always with the people. He was full of chesed. That's his, that's his inyan. Therefore, if we need a human candidate to stand in this world and represent God in this world, who is, who is the one you're going to bring, who's going to represent the supernal man, the Adam Elyon? It's the Kayan. And when the Kayan is going to eat, it's going to resemble this hashpa, this eating. Now, we didn't understand yet what the eating means yet. What does it mean that the supernal man above is eating? Mela Malchus eating, it means taking something from this world and elevating and pulling it back into Elokos. Now we understand. But what's the Indian of the Adam Elian eating? What does that mean? But we'll see in a minute. And therefore, Adam Shalomata, through the human being eating down here, he's going to cause the, the, the man above to eat. What does that mean? What is the content of that eating? 
Here the eating is not elevating something. Here the eating is to draw down the shefa, me'atzmus oirin seif barahu, from the essence of the infinite light, blessed is he, the Indian of this eating is a drawing down, is a channeling. From where? See, Adam Elian, the supernal man, as the, as the Tzemach Tzedek is soon going to so, so beautifully explain, Adam Deliela, the supernal man, is not, is, not, is not the essence of God, because God doesn't have any tzir, Hashem doesn't have any image. Adam Deliela is part of the divine manifestation where godliness is manifesting to have a relationship with, to begin the process of creating the world, right? But it's a, but it's a part of the part of the divine of the of the order of godliness and projection. It's a projection of Hashem. Hashem projects a fa- an image of a man to the creation, but it's not the Abishter himself. So therefore, the Adam Elyon is not doesn't have any power on his own. Where does the Adam Elyon need to receive? Kiviyachol Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that what we call Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which is synonymous with Adam Elyon, it too needs to receive Hashpa from above. From where? From from Hashem Himself, from the Orin Sei, from the Infinite One. So through the eating, there is a Hamshacha drawn down from the Ein Sei into the Adam Elyon. Vaz I and then Mimele, yes. Blood going up to the heart and pumping that down. Yeah, up to the brain and then new life flowing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then, So then, the shefa is going to come down. Because here's the thing. If the Adam Elyon is going to experience an influx of godly energy, the supernal man from above, let me just emphasize something. The supernal man from above are the, are, are, is God's midos, the Hashem's attributes. And the Hashem's attributes are filled, these are huge, <laughs> to give a very physical example, they're, they're huge, huge reservoirs of energy for the creation. Infinite, infinite energy for the creation. But yet, as creation processes, because the creation goes on and the worlds are created and endless words are, worlds are created, the hashpa can dry up. Amshach is with, with, with certain limits. In order to keep the flow pumping really well, it should be a good shana toivam of areches, should be a zafdegiyar, there should be a shpam ruba in the world flowing in the creation. You need to intensify the hamshacha into the Adam Elyon, into the supernal man. When the supernal man, when Adam Elyon, when the midos, when the kalam of Atsilis are filled to the brim, and not only filled to the brim, but overflow, overflowing, from the overflow and from the overspill, that comes Ashiras, comes wealth in the world, comes Abrachas Adbalidai. As he says over here, then Memela, the Hamshach, is going to come from the man above, Shahuza, which is Eirampin, Lamata Bibiya. The Hamshach is going to come down into the three nether worlds, Bri Yetzir and Asiya. As stated in the Siddur Baruch Sha'amar, Mashal is a Mashal. Kamoichav is just like a barrel. Kishemismalis, when the barrel gets filled, they say, here's the thing. Usually when you have a barrel, so the barrel is full. So how do you get from the barrel? You have to turn the spout, 
and then the water comes. Or you push the, like in a coffee thing, like a, a urn, you push the thing, and that's how you get the water out. Or you need to have someone tilt the barrel and pour. If the hamshacha is inside the barrels, the same is also above. If the hamshacha is inside the barrels, so you need someone to turn the, the pipe. Turn the pipe is already cheshbainus. You deserve, you don't deserve. Everything is measured out because it's all, you, you, you need the act. But what happens if the barrels are overflowing? It's the gisach van Then what? Then there is no, there's no cheshbainus. Then the flow is with, 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 with abundance. And you, they're, they're, you don't have all the judgments. It's not, that, it's not like Chas Shalim, there's ever a time, but there isn't enough, you know, that there's a, there's a, uh, there's a um, what is it called, a, 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 a drought above, or a, uh, a uh, you know, a, a um, what? Not a short, I'm looking for a word in, in, in money. A, um, when there's a, a recession happening, and there's total, there's nothing there. Of course there is, but, the, but you need to have schusim and merits and all that to, to, to get. But when there's a hashpah meruba, when there's an influx, so you're not, they're not so medactic, because things are, it's flowing. And that's the, I, I guess that's the idea of a mashal, where we give the mashal that the chavis is, is pouring over, al kol gidaisel, gisach. Right? Because there's, there isn't so many cheshbonis. It's, 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 it's giving. Oh. So you want to carbonos brought wealth to the world. Why? Because carbonos kept on feeding. When we had a base on Mingdash, you know, the, the Gemara says that if the nations in the world would only know what kind of affluence, what kind of bracha they get from the base on Mingdash, they would put armies surrounding the base on Mingdash and not letting it be destroyed. Because the whole mechanics of bringing Hamshacha to the world was dependent in this halon and Hamshacha. So when you're feeding the Mizbeach, and this feminine water is going from below. Then you have this process of the uh, eating. The supernal man eats. What does that mean? He is filled with light from above. That's his eating. And he gets filled with light to later be able to that lamat. But first it needs to be the eating of the mezbeach. To burn the fat and the blood on the mezbeach. But the first thing that's necessary, as we said before, to capture God's interest, that the Hashem should have any interest in creation. What is interesting to Him? So the, the, the Mashal and Chassidus is given. How do you capture the king's heart? You do a Dover Chiddush. You need to do something that's a novelty. You can't impress the kings with regular things. You have to do something cute and strange. And that's what catches the king's attention. So the marshal that is given is that they would always make it, so a guy would come in with a parrot. See, here's a guy. A guy wants to come with a petition. A petition is coming, a group of people. They want funding for something. They're coming into the king. They're going to come and give him a dry presentation. They're not going to walk out. Yeah, yeah, the name. Either they sell, the king is into it or not. They want to get the king excited and interesting. So they come in and they come in and they have like a whole show that they put up. And if it's interesting, sometimes the king is bored. He's looking out of the window. He's totally not interested in what's happening. But what's catching him? So the guy comes in with a parrot, and the parrot starts talking and singing and whatever. Ooh, it catches his attention. It just draws him in. And now he's listening to you, and now he's talking to you. So the Eberster too, it's interesting that these things are given as mashalim for God as well. The Eberster too has his infinite ain't self. So you have to look down over here to this Narasha world. There is something that is amusing to God. What's amusing to God? Something unexpected. What's unexpected? That's physical reality, that's something that's such a coarse yesh, 
something that's so f- stuck up in itself that doesn't should be mavatal itself and come to a recognition of God that from yesh becomes ayin. Ooh, that's already exciting. That's the, so. That's why, as he says, ach. Before you can trigger anything from above, you need to elevate something. So that is through the Mizbeach. You have to burn the fats and the blood on the Mizbeach. You have to take the Behemoth that comes from the Klipper realm. To be refined first. It becomes separated from the Ra. Al-Kopanim, you, you, you take off the, 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 the coarseness of it, the darkness of it. And you elevate it into holiness. Until it can be called feminine waters, something being lifted up. That you did with the chelev and the dam. Now you have left over the meat of the karban. Now the meat was also nizbarer. Why? Because when you burn part of the animal, the blood and the chelev on the mizbeach, and it gets consumed in, in, in lukuz, that causes a bitter even in the part of the meat that was not on the mizbeach. The whole thing becomes nizbar. Shagam hu kvar nevarer. Al yedei zeh bitter anal. It went through that bitter. Oz, then, kishah kahanim oichlin. When the kahanim eat, ein achilosam al derech bitter levarer hatoiv mahara. So their eating is not a bitter anymore. Levarer to separate good from bad, like like the rest of the time when tzaddikim eat, when tzaddikim are eating, they're doing this beer, they're doing this refinement. Like it says later, um, uh, uh, okay, because it already has been, is already, there's no reason to be mevarer it. It's already separated good from bad. The idea is their eating of kahanim was a complete different kavanah. The Indian and the idea is because the flesh was already in his barrier, so now there is koyach, through their eating, now they're gonna cause the food is already in his barrier. Now through their eating, they're gonna cause a spiritual, a godly eating above. What does that mean? You see, Zeir Anpin, godliness cannot stomach any, any, uh, any, any, anything that's not godly. Malchus can tolerate it. Because Malchus is what? Malchus is a source of creation. So Malchus can go out and wage war and can do that bitter of separating Toi from Ra. For... for <laughs> In order to put it higher into the world of Zeir Anpin, it has to be already clean. So, again, hold on, let me, just, let me just finish this line. You're saying once Mashiach comes and we finished already the bitter. So what's, 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 what's the Indian? No, the, the Indian is, he don't have to be Mamshech anymore, the Ebershter, to come live, to, to come and be Mesyachet with the Shechina, because he's here permanently already. This becomes his residence. So this, this we're yeah, this whole bitter of eating. Aye, what's going to be, but no. But then you have to understand, what's going to be Karbanis after Mashiach comes? After Mashiach comes, it's going to be Karbanis as well. Oh, so you see, 
He says, he says that after Mashiach comes, the only carbon that's going to be is carbon taida. And all the other carbonates are going to be canceled. Maybe one time. That's what it says somewhere. I remember hearing that. Anyways. Um, so, uh, he lost them through their eating. The man that was nizbarer already through Malchus. This achil is called drawing down of masculine waters. Again, the main eating of it, and let's see technically how this works, he didn't clarify yet. This second eating, he's eating the spark that Malchus elevated, but the main idea of it is the hamshacha that he will be mamshech to her. As a result of this spark coming up, now HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mamshech into Shechina and into Malchus, via Malchus, through Malchus, into her world, into her domain, which is what? The lower world. The Biyav, Briyatzir, and Asir. That's the Hamshach. Ach be'emes, in truth, e efshel lezola hashpia. Zeir Ampin can't be mashpia anything on his own. Ki amal yadeh sheyakam b'tchila ma'atzmas ain't safe baruch. Zeir Ampin has to receive first, the six emotions has to first receive from the essence of the Ain Sov. Shumaker kol hashpas which is the source of all Ashpah. And this Samshacha in Zah, from the essence of the Ein Soif, once Malchus finished eating something, and she's, something has been Nimshach in Elokus, and, and there has been already a tainug There is already a pleasure above of something that is lowly becoming converted back into godliness. So you're ready for hamshacha. What's the idea of eating it a second time? What's the second eating? So he's explaining over here that what in order for Zayir Anpin to be mashpia hamshacha down into Malchus and through Malchus into the world, there has to be hamshacha in, in Zah itself from higher, from the Ein Saif. That hamshacha comes throughout, comes dafka when it's nimshach and zeir anpin. I mean, all these are words still. We're gonna we try to get we try to get a, a better understanding soon. So dafka when zeir anpin re- retrieves that spark from her his wife, or so to speak from malchus, retrieves that spark into zeir anpin, passing it on through zeir anpin even higher. As a result of that, an influx of light descends down into Zerampin and through Zerampin down into, into Malchus and into the world. Why is that? Again, let's read this line over again. Because it's, it's a little difficult, complicated, when you're, read, when you're reading the Mimer over here, to figure out exactly what's that second Achila. There, you can't say it's totally, you're reading over here, you can't say it's totally only a Hamshacha. Because as you, between the words... He's still following, you see, he's still following a man, a halas man, that the halas man is still going up higher. You see, if you look carefully. I'll be past this if you're reading it stam quickly. This is, this, this is elevation, and this is amshacha. But if you're looking carefully, you're seeing that there is still an Indian, a processing of something upward in order to draw something down. What's happening? So again, Ach be'emes, as he says, and that, that's, what he, that's what he explains from the word ach be'emes. Ach be'emes i efshel lezola ha'shpia. Zog can't be mashpia, ki ma'ideh she'kabot chila ma'atzmas ein seifaruch. 
first has to receive from the essence of the Ein Tzayv, Shul Makar Kal which is the Makar of all Ashpah. Faham Shacha Zu Bizah, and that Ham Shacha in Tzayv, Ma'atzmas Ein Tzayv, who Anim Shachloi, this is drawn to him, Al Yedei Achila Soi, through his eating, as Haman, the feminine waters, the Nitzutz that Malchus collected, that the Mizbeach collected, Kishar Shainayla, because that spark is very high. The shirish of that spark of the Mayan Nukvin is very high. To awaken it, to, ev- to evoke and to stimulate an Oren So he has to eat that. In other words, in other words, what does that mean? That a Nitzutz is being elevated into the consciousness of Zah, into the state of, 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 of existence of, of Zairampin. And that's how it's, it's reaching the Ein Sof. And from there it's drawing down energy and new light. You see it physically in the Mizbeach also. Everything has to be exactly in the Mizbeach. The Chelev and the Dam gets eaten by the Mizbeach. That's called Achilas Behema. That's called Achilas Mizbeach. Achilas, the lower eating. Then what happens? You're eating the meat. The meat is the Allah Asman. That which is left over from that which was consumed in Malchus. And that he explained earlier, the meat was already on the, is elevated to the same level as the chelev and the dam is. The chelev and the dam, they get absorbed in the fire. But the meat gets elevated, gets the same beer, the same rectification. Now the koyin goes and eats that meat. That means he's eating the, 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 the mam, the mayan nukvin, that, sh, that has already become feminine waters. Now the koyin eats it from the mizbeach. And what happens when the koyin eats it from the mizbeach? Hold on, one second. What happens when the koyin eats it now from the mizbeach? The koyin is now absorbing it from malchus into zah, and through that it's reaching ein soif. You hear, following? And when it's reaching ein soif, it's drawing down new energy. And this is called the eating of man. And what happens? What's the result of eating? As we said earlier, the nefesh comes down and resides in the body. So in our case, um, power is drawn down in that supernal man, from the essence of the Ein and after that, and afterwards it's drawn down from the Adam Elyon down here in Biyah. The coals and all of this, and all of this is happening through the Seleucidolatata, in this that the Kahana meet. So the same thing happens above. The eating of the supernal man above. And that's why Chazal were misakin levarech to make a special bracha when the Kahanim ate. That the Kahanim would make a bracha. Blessed are you, God, for the eating of a karban. Now it's interesting. He's going to explain that we, when we eat, we make a bracha, but we don't make asher kedishanu b'mitzvayis of itzivanu as a mitzvah to eat. Even if you're eating the way a chassidish shiyid is supposed to eat, even if you eat with the highest kavanas, you don't make a bracha. And the reason for that is he explains because a bracha is hamshacha. Our, you don't make a bracha on the eating. You make a bracha on the food that you're making, but you're not not on the mitzvah of eating. is not a mitzvah. But why not? Achilles matzah, because that's a special mitzvah of eating matzah, but there's no, there's no mitzvah stamen eating when we're eating. 
And the reason is because our eating is all halal. It's not hamshacha. The Karhanim, when they were eating, it was hamshacha. It was channeling. See, the main aspect of their eating was not the elevation of something. Elevated, it's been elevated already. You know what it's similar? You know what it's similar like? It just occurred to me. We say that the Hanashama atzma ain't a tikkun. Hanashama doesn't need a tikkun. But even though Hanashama doesn't need a tikkun, it can have an aliyah. Hanashama has an aliyah. The Nefesh Bahamas needs a tikkun. The body needs a tikkun. Soul doesn't need a tikkun. Why? Because the Neshama was already kvar nizbarer. The Neshama was already nizbarer. Before, before God created the world, the Neshamas were already nizbarer. But they can have an aliyah. The same is also, this is the point. The first eating is an inyan, is an inyan of tikkun. You're being misaking toiv from ra. You're separating it. There is toiv and there is ra. And you're doing a tikkun. That's done in Malchus. That's what the Shekhinah does. That's what the Mizbeach does. Once that's done, a tikkun you don't need anymore. And Aliyah does happen. Because when Adam of Adam de Le'elo, when Zah eats it, it's an Aliyah. But it's not called a tikkun anymore. It's an Aliyah. It's elevating it. And the point over here it is, when Zah has that spark, it's Mamshech Ein Because that spark is precious. That spark is, is where, where, where the party is at. God is interested in that spark. When Zot, it's almost like not so much the Avoida. Here's the thing. Malchus gets the credit for the Avoida. Zayr Ampin just has to have it. He has to have it in his possession. It's Mashma from the Lashen. It's not so much the fact that you're elevating it that's causing it. It's the fact that you have that spark in your possession. That's what causes the Hamshacha down. Why? Because the spark, the, the Halas man is the most is the most cherished thing, Lamaila. These sparks of Toyo. Azoy is Mashra from the Lashon over here. When he takes in the man, it's just that the fact that you have this spark, that's Zeir Ampen has it, all the light gets focused down into Zeir Ampen because of that spark is there. Does it stay over there? Or is it passed on higher in Kesser? It's not mashma over here. It doesn't say that through Zah eating it, it goes up to Bina, and then Bina eats it, and Chachma, and it goes into Kesser. Even though there's a Lashen that does say, Raza de Karbana, Oila, Ad Raza de Ein Saif. That the secret of a Karban is that something goes, that the spark goes higher and higher and higher and higher, endlessly high. Here in the Mimer he's not saying that. All right. But the main Indian of Achilas, so but what is the main, main Indian of Achilas Akayhanim? The eating of Kayhanim? Not so much the elevation, but more the drawing down. And that's why they made the, the Chazal and Masak and the Brach Hashaykh Dishon and Mitzvah of Achilas Azevach Ayin Rashi Psochim. Of Kufchafalu Famadal of the Ramasl Barachto Barachto. Ki Abracha Hu Amshacha. The Abracha is the Hamshacha. May Atzmus Oirein Saif. From the essence of the Oirein Saif, Le Adam de Leela. To the Adam de Leela. We said the point of his eating is he's eating the spark and drawing down light. That drawing down is in that Bracha. If Solochaita, the Bracha should be made after you eat. He eats, and then, and then after the eating, he should say, Baruch Hashem, the comes afterwards. So he's now going to explain there's another Indian in the Bracha. Two, in other words, mitzad this lechayra, the bracha should have been after he eats it. 
Because only the eating, he, he takes that spark inside of him, and that's what's ma'orir the hamshacha. So now should come the bracha. But there's another Indian in that bracha. Umagam, yeah, this is, I, this is the, I think the reason why he adds, umagam, shatzrichim lahamshech tchila koyach v'oiz, you first need to give the koyen power and strength, milmaila from above, sheyeh koach baha koyen, there should be koach in the koyen, the Kayan is eating the physical flesh from a physical behemoth. He should be Ma'oyer. The Adam Dalayla should be eating. In other words, what is he saying? He's saying is a human being is coming to eat. Right? Now, a human being's eating is a physical form of eating. And all eating that's taking place. All eating that's taking place in the world is nothing more, all eating that's taking place in the world is really nothing more than munching and crunching food. It's what it is. It's not causing and affecting and, 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 and cosmic, cosmic uh, repercussions, cos- cosmic consequences. It's not happening. Here you have a human being with his physical jaws and a physical tongue and teeth is going to crunch into a piece of steak and munch and chew on steak. And by him chewing on steak, he's causing the very, very primordial uh, powers, sources of existence to draw forth infinite energy into the universe. How does that happen? He's a physical human being. So there has to be first a bracha. What's the bracha? The Abishter kind of throws the Kayin a signal. And when he throws him a signal, the coin is able to then catch on to that signal and, and, and make a connection to that, to that line. It's like you're trying to catch a line and you want to listen if there's a line. So you have to get a dial tone. So the dial tone has to be transmitted from above. So the coin makes the bracha. And when, because he's a coin, the chemistry of his neshama is a keli for it. And when he makes the bracha, he finds that, he finds that, 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 that connection. And when he makes that connection, his physical eating is now going to be, his physical eating is now suddenly going to be, is now suddenly going to be tuned in to the spiritual godly force from above, channeling the light, and causing a big, just channeling the light, because he makes the bracha first. That's what he's saying. What I'm saying. There needs to be empowerment first from above. Okay, all this was a whole lot of Kabbalah. An explanation of the matter of all of this. The essence of the emanator. He is exalted alone. And there's no comparison at all to him. Nothing compares to him. Nothing has any meaning to him. The entire progression of all the worlds. From the beginning of all levels to the end of all levels. Hear this. And including in this that we say that, that, that all the worlds included in this. The supernal man from above, Hanikrazar. Zeranpin, Gewaldig, Adam Elian, supernal man from above, Ain Sof, right? Unbelievable. Yet, that is nothing by Hashem. 
Absolutely nothing. Because Zerampen is what? It's a divine projection. To become the source of life for Bria, Tzir, and Asiyah. Because, this, because the six emotions, they're already the foundation, the beginnings of time and space. Time and space is made up of the six emotions. Kulam, so all of this is kolachashiva kamei yizbarach. It's all absolutely not in front of the Ebishter. Shebetelem betachles, they are a bottle completely ketipa legabe yama kiyonis. Like one tipa, like one tiny drop compared to the entire ocean. Shehatipa echad, one tipa anem shechas memenu. Think about it. You take a moment to think. One little droplet from the ocean who betelem b'metzias is literally nullified. Compared to the great ocean, so first of all, when he says over here Yama Kiyonis, from the words that he describes it as Soiviv Kolo Olam, and it seems to imply that he refers to Yama Kiyonis as the combination of all oceans together. It's not just one ocean, it's the Pacific and the Atlantic and the Indian Ocean and all the Arctic. All the ocean together is called Yam Ukiyonis. It's the big mikveh that the Abish to put all the waters in. Now think about the tons and the ton, the gallons. I mean, it's not, it's not, you can't be mishar how much water there are in the oceans. How much is one tiny droplet from that? Nothing. The mind cannot, the mind will become tired. To be able to estimate the 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 unmeasurable amount so so and even more than this so he said this is the marshal to understand the highest that God that Hashem invests into creation is similar to this just like a drop one tiny drop that you get sprinkled on your nose from a road or on a boat a tiny little speck of a, of a drop that drop why does that compare to the entire water of all the oceans it's the garnished mamish nothing so too, the highest of all the Olamais, besides the, the physical universe, which we know today is endless, the galaxies and galaxies and billions of stars, and it goes on and on and on and on. You can't, you can't, you can't imagine it. And that's only our physical universe, our physical world. And higher than that, the spiritual world, which are so much more expansive, and higher and higher and higher and higher, including the godly realms of Atzilus, and the Spheres, and the Shechina, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is endlessly greater than the Shechina. All that, it's all a projection. It's not even a tipah. Which is drawn from the Ebishter to be mayor in the Shtal Shosa'olomos. Kulon, all of them. Which included in them is also the Ha'ara Anikra Adam Batzilis. Adam Batzilis is also part of this. Because it's the source of Briyat Sir Nasiya. Al Yadei Chabad Shebehem Nivra Olam. Because through the Chabad, the world is created. The world is based on Chesed. And so you have the world related to Gevura. You see the world is based on Rachmim. So you have Chesed, Gevura, Teferes, and Chabad. Meaning to say in all the other spheres, they're already a source for creation. So if you want to measure it up to God's very essence, it's like one drop from the entire ocean. But even this is not a good marshal. It's just that we don't have a better marshal. 
So v'richuk yoiser b'neim atcha ena mashal daimel animshal. You can't even use this mashal as an imshal because this mashal is also too poor to explain how nothing, all the highest of all the worlds are compared to the Abishta. Why? Because the drop that comes from the ocean, even though quantitatively it's only so tiny, in the great sea, because the sea includes parts and tipum keelo and drops like this ain mispar without a number. This is only more and a little. Meaning, what is the ocean made out of? It's made out of water. And what is the water made out of? A gazillion, 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 gazillion droplets like this. And that makes up the ocean. So this is just one tiny little piece, but it's, has, it's made of the same substance. So qualitatively, it's not nothing. Quantitatively, it's nothing. However, when you're dealing with the, with the hamshacha that comes, the or the power that, of God that comes into the creation, is not a little piece, we should say, of the substance of Hashem. It's only a ray. So number one, quantitatively, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing, because the source is infinitely and endlessly more. But more than that, it's, it's bechlal nothing. What's nimshach from the there is a nothing, lechatchila. And not that he is made out of a gazillion, gazillion, or infinite pieces of that nothing. He's not. He's of something else completely. Meaning of, both of them are one of substance. This is water. It's a lot of water. It's a little water. This is a lot of water. This is a little bit. We turn over the page, 182. And even the amount. There is a measure to how much water there is. Interesting that he uses the word millions here in the Mimer. How many millions, millions, tip him, how many drops? Al-Darach Marshall. Kedisa Bigamara. Al-Shayuchal Ashar. One can estimate. Kama tipim yesh biyam. How many drops are there in the sea? Vim ken gamet sada riboy yeshlem erech al koponim. Even in terms of riboy, there is an erech. Avalamayla, but above. Ain bechinasa ara lakusanim shechas memeno bishtal shalus. The godly ray that comes down through the process of Ishtalshalus, doesn't have any value at all to the essence of the emanator, which he is exalted alone. It's not of his substance at all. Like Elio says, The Abishter, you are not of any of these Midas. Because to God, Atzilus, meaning even the Adam Elyon, even the supernal man with all those cool attributes which are unbelievable, but to him, they're absolutely nothing. It's the same like a, like a physical object. Because Hashem is above and beyond both of them equally. And also in regards to the amount, there's also Ein Erech. Because in the sea, as we said earlier, there is an end to the sea. But there's no end to the Ebishter. Real Einaroch. No meaning at all. Okay. So why would the Adam Elian, not the Adam El, why would the Ein Sof, that is Bligvul and Belit, and all the Olamites, everything is nothing. It's not even one drop. Why should he pay attention to it? It's zero. Mamish zero. Why should he be mamshech and channel his attention down into it? 
No, but it's not a drop. That's but here, but that's the difference. In the ocean, if you dismiss the drop, ultimately you're dismissing the whole ocean. No, but that's in the ocean because it's made out of the same thing. But but the Abishter, it's really a nothing. Because it's not a drop of him. It's nothing of him. Zero. Not even one cell of a cell of a not even an atom, not even the tiniest little particle of him is spent in the entire Seder Rishtalshalis. Nothing. Zero nothing. He's because our aura, it's a ray. That's the whole point that we say a ray. A ray means he's being mashpia nothingness. To create the world, he's giving nothing, literally nothingness. So if it's nothing, why should he pay attention to it? It's literally nothing. What? The ray has a mucker. The... Yeah, but the ray doesn't, the ray, the, the, the mucker is not being spent by the ray. A ray is not like, it doesn't have anything of the, of the when, 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 when um, a, a shining, a, a ray of something is not, is not like, uh, it's not, it's, the thing is not losing itself, kind of, to say that it's a percent of a percent of, the ray is bottled to the mucker, that I know. But the question is, is the, is the ray of any significance to the mucker? Nothing. So that's what he's saying, it's really nothing. So why would, why would God, in any sense, pay any attention to this whole Seder Ishtalshalis that somehow happened from him? Oh, so he says, for that the Abish now in the beginning God decided to make this nothing because that's why he's so cool. He can pay attention to a nothing and make a big deal out of it. It's taka really nothing, and he decided to just make a party out of the nothing. That's right. But now, but now what does the Abishta wants? But then he wants, once he did it, now he wants us to keep him engaged. And that Avaida is, as he's going to explain now, Vini betchila sabria, the beginning of the creation, I am shachazu, this amshacha came, mahamatzel yizbarach from the emanator, liyaseh derish talshalus, to create this whole order, chain-like progression of worlds, vishava sa'ada metzumtzemes anel, and to give forth this tiny little ray, memeilo ma'atzmoi, it came on its own, kiloi ha'yadayin misha ya'orer, there was no one there to, uh, provoke this. As it says, There's no human being to be to, to work. He was by himself. Because God wants kindness. But now, now we need that to be from the I'll say he already created it. So why do we have to continue? It's there already. He already, he already made the, he already projected. So first of all, who says he's going to continue? Obviously, we understand that it has to continue. But the Be'ikri says, no. Of course, the Abishta made that, made that commitment, so to speak, and he's not going to, he's going, he's not going to renegade on his commitment. But the commitment is the bare minimum, and we want to be mamshich what we call toisvis meruba ala ikr. We want to be mamshich a bonus, much more light, more investment, and more. And by the Abishta, the way it works is like this. Usually when a person in a business gets a bonus, so if you're getting $1,000 a week, so you'll get an extra $50. That's a bonus. So the bonus is usually much smaller than the, than the, than the, than the thing itself. But by the Abishta, the bonus that we're mamshik through our avodah far surpasses that, the, the little bit that is committed, mitzah the commitment. And that avodah, as we said earlier, the Beis HaMikdosh, and our avodah, today when we don't have a Beis HaMikdosh, it's our daily eating. This is our eating that is supposed to accomplish this avodah. Allah, Asman, 
elevating things, taking things from their, from their gashmias, and devoting them to ruchnias, and devoting them to elokus, that's what keeps God excited and interested in His creation. Avol, as he says, beside with the secret of toisvis meruba ala ikr, that the toisefest, which is added, should be more than the ikr, ilazois, as a result of this, huachilas adam shalomata. You need to have a human being below, which is the kayan in the base of Migdosh, and when he is eating, is the ganze welt freilach. The kayan eats, because he's drawing down hamshacha, as hazevach. With this is the eating of the supernal man above. He's mamshich new light from the ain't to be drawn down into the supernal man above. which is part of the ray. When this new light comes into the supernal man, He's becoming stronger. Imagine this. Kehanim eating, and they're making the Abishter strong and healthy. It's crazy. The Kehanim are eating, and the Abishter is becoming strong and healthy. Vinikra, as he says. Oh, let's go back. The eating of the kahanim below, Esazevach, the Karbonis. Shabizema Oider, when they're doing this, they're causing the eating Achilas Adam Elyon, the eating of the supernal man, Rotzeloimar, meaning, what does that mean? Shamamshik Toisvis Ur Chadash, my ain't safe. Their Mamshik new light from the ain't safe, Lios Nimshach Letoicha Adam Elyon, to be Nimshach into the supernal man above, Shua Ode the supernal man, that's the Abishter. Which is the ray that's within Ishtashos. When the new light comes, he says this. The next line is the main thing. When this new light enters into the spheres, into this, the Ebishter is fachalished. The Ebishter becomes strong. Let's call the eating of the man. And the and this new light who dafka ayadehachilas basar azevach, but it's only the eating of food, the, the eating of a carbon. A kayan stamaza is going home and eating a pastrami sandwich. It's not going to do it. It's only the kayan in the base amigdash, because the food was already nizbarer. It went through already the beer. It went through already the beer of the mizbeach shekvar nizbarer v'nasaman. It became already holy, godly food. Then this food can continue its aliyah. When it goes into the Adam, the Kayan, it's as if it's being absorbed in the Adam Elyon. And through there, even higher, and drawing down, and it's Mamshech, it draws down Mayan Dukhrin, masculine waters, from the source of everything, La Adam El to the person. However, to be ma'or is so high, tzarech levracha tchila. The koyen needs to make a bracha first, special bracha. Valzem avarchem tchila koydem achilas hazevach, and that's why you make a bracha before you eat the korban. Lahamshech al yedei abracha to be mamshech through the bracha mimekor kolachayim from the source of all of life. Pchinasatz musa yisbarach 
Hashem's very essence. That's what bracha means. Baruch at Hashem. Your mamshich. To the supernal man. That's number one. Umagam. Number one is that through the bracha, it's causing this, this, this koyach, this flow. And also, to connect the koyen to the koyen's own source. The koyen down here is light years away from his source. So the koyen has to somehow elevate his consciousness and awareness that he should be tuned in. He should literally be plugging into his source. The bracha helps the koyen plug into his source. That the koyen down here below through his eating, he's eating the physical flesh. He should be the eating of the person above. For this too, you need to be to give him the koyach. And that's why we say in the nusach of the bracha, shame malchus. The name of Hashem and Malchus, Dafka, Malchus. Every bracha that doesn't have Hashem's name and Malchus ain't a bracha is not a bracha. Since the target is, so here's the thing: if it would only be the eating of the supernal man above, then he wouldn't have to say Malchus. It would be enough Baruch Think about it. You have to be mamshachet into the yutkei vavke, but since you have to get the hamshacha down to the koyin down here to connect him to his source, and the koyin is a creature living on planet Earth, which is a tiny little somewhere in the middle of the world of Asiya, which that itself is a tiny little somewhere in the middle of the world of Yitzira, which that itself is a tiny little something in the world of Bria, so you need to first be mamshachet to the source of all those worlds, which is Malchus. Through Malchus, and we can channel that light down to the Kayan, and then the Kayan can have his, you have to download it to the Kayan, so the Kayan can have that signal, and he can attach himself. So, it has to be Nismashach through the Nukva, Malchus Datsilus. Shehim she's the source of these three worlds. That's what we're saying. Baruch, let, let the flow flow. Where should the light flow? To the level of Malchus, which is the source of our oilam of the world. And then what's going to happen? Once the Koyan has got the, got the signal, now I'm attached. And when, I'm, and when the Koyan is sitting and munching his mouth and munching the meat, it's causing the Adam Deliela to munch along with him. To cause above that Hamshach. The Tzavanulosh We can have this Hiskashros. La Hamshach Ayadei Serusa Delatata Shalah Mitzvah. The Yisoyedus below of the Mitzvah. Esa Serusa Deliela. This Yisoyedus of above. Keniskaleel as we said before. Ubezem moving with this will understand. Masha Hoya Abbasar. The Chatos Vaasham. Now we'll understand why most of the meat of Karbanos was only eaten to the male kaihanim, not to the female kaihanim. Because since the whole eating of the Karbanos was birusheni, which is related to the masculine, not the, not the, the mizbeach is the female eating. The kohen eating is the man eating. So it had to be eaten dafka by the male kaihanim. Nechar lezichri kuhuna, ligroim achilas adam to cause the supernal man above, shuhu azah almed dechura. 
the, the, the world of the male world. Kiyadu as it is known. And here's another beautiful thing. If you went into the base of Migdash, you thought you came into a place of because Kahanim wouldn't sit by a table and eat with a fork and a knife. Kahanim were eating the meat standing. They all stood and standing and eating meat. Flesh. He doesn't speak about the fork, the fork and the knife thing, but I don't think it says anywhere they were eating with forks and knife. They were sitting and eating meat. But they were standing and they were eating ma'umad, standing. Why? Because you know, when they were eating, they were in Atsilas. And Atsilas is a state of total bittal. And standing is bittal. Standing is bittal. Yeshiva, sitting, is, it shows a certain level of comfort of beingness. That's why in Kriya Shema you can sit, but in Shema Nasra you have to stand. Total bittel. Ka'imid lofnei ha'melech. So when Kahana were eating, they were in a... Because they, they, they basically transcended their humanity completely at that state. They were godly beings in this world eating. It's an awesome thing. Because every Yamshacha that's in Atzilus, who is in a state of Amida, and when the Kahanim were eating, they were in Atzilus. Because it's an Oilam Abriya. It says by Karbana Oimer, it says, from your settlements, Tavi. So it says from the world of Bria, the Arizal says, from the place of sitting. In any case, I am a Shakasim Mitzrayshain Zion Besoifim. Oimdim. There's all the Bittal, but nothing compared to this Amida. And this is only Achilles Kehanim. Sadikim, Stamazai eating, is not on this level. It's the eating, it's the eating of bitter. Soon he's gonna say that the eating of Shabbos is is similar to this eating. That's why it's the source that with today's days, when they make Kadeshim, everybody stands and eats by the Shmorgasbor. Fish days for us. Because it's uh, it's 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 Shabbos the eating. Yeah. Never figure that out. That's the Khavak. Of Zuchra, yeah. Yeah, they could eat. They could eat. In Shlamim, they could eat. They could eat. They don't get a chalik. And that's Rashi today. Rashi says, Yesterday's Rashi. But they could eat if you give them. But there's no... Yeah. Now when the Beis Amigdash, Zalman, you can hold out Zalman. Okay, good. Here, okay, so... When the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, and we're not able to do our obligations, in the offering of Karbonois, that there should be the eating of the Mizbeach, and the eating of man, and the owner gets forgiven. This is what a person should take to his heart. And what the sages say on the Pasuk, the Pasuk begins talking about the Mizbeach. And then it says, This is the table that's in front of God. And Chazal asked the question, He begins the, the, the Pasuk talking about the Mizbeach. And then he suddenly, out of nowhere, is talking about the Shulchan. 
Mizbeach, Mizbeach Gimel Amas. He says the Mizbeach three Amas. It gives through the measurements. V'sayim b'shulchan. Loy malach to teach you. Sha'achshav that in our days shulchan eshaladam machaper alav. The shulchan replaces the Mizbeach. A person's table is the Mizbeach. Kigam in the kavanas achila, because just like the Mizbeach has to first purify food from ra. So too is our eating today replaces the Mizbeach's eating. Not the Kohanim's eating. The Mizbeach's eating. Our eating is just like the Mizbeach eats. What? That's why we eat salt. Yeah, on the Mizbeach, yeah, on our table. The Kavanah of eating is for Birudim. Like it says in the Pasuk, Tzadik Oicha Lusayva Nafshay. A tzaddik eats to the satiation of his soul. A beten rishoyim and the stomach of the wicked techsar is lacking. Alpipashtis, the way everybody learns it is, that there's two types of eating. A tzaddik is eating for a higher purpose. A soiva, to be satiated. And the rasha is always hungry, eating and he's hungry, eating and hungry. He's eating just to stuff himself up. Well, that's the simple meaning. But the... The, the, the deeper meaning is, the deeper meaning is, both these forms are eating, are holy eatings. There's tzaddik oichel l'soi v'nafshay is one kind of eating. That's the eating of Shabbos. And then there's the eating during the week. The holy way of eating is in order to accomplish ubeten rishayim techsar. To cause the belly of the wicked to become empty. What does that mean? When we are eating, we're taking nitsutsis away from klipa. We're emptying out the, the belly of the wicked, Buba's belly, Buddha's belly. On, on this, it's becoming, it's becoming smaller and smaller every time we eat in a good manner. What is it? Oh, see, we knocked it out completely. Mamish tachzar, geendikt. What does that mean? Lahoitzi nitsutsis to tell you. It says a pasuk. It says chel bala vayakieno, that the klipa chel bana he swallows a wealth, he steals from kedusha, he steals a wealth of life. Vayakieno, in the end he has to vomit it all out. Everything it doesn't stay by him; it has to go out. We go fishing, we throw it into his belly, and we pull it out. By by doing what? We're taking an object that's part of the klipa world, which is part of a thing. It's nothing to do with a lakus with godliness. And then we rob that we rob that nitzutz away from from worldly pleasure, from a worldly experience, and we devote it to to, to kedusha, to lukus, to godliness. So that is causing bet and rishayim tachsar. We're going to see in a minute. To extract the sparks of toyu shenaflu b'shvira, they fell down in the shattering of the vessels beklipas noiga into the klip. Ikiyedu as it is known shazau atam. This is the reason you asked the question. How can the famous question is asked in Hasidus all the time? How can a human being support himself, his life, by eating food, which food comes from? How can a human being eat food, which food comes from lower things? Food is from Tzemeach and Chai, and the human being is a higher form of life. How is he getting food from there? So we know there's a spark of holiness that's in the food. And the spark of holiness comes from a very high place, even higher than the shayrish of the human being. And when you redeem that spark, it draws down that powerful energy into Yenisham. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why? There is, now he's going to explain this idea that there's a spark of holiness in everything. Because we know what Chazal tells us that every blade of grass, every, every vegetation has a mazel. And the mazel is a koyach ruchni, that's giving life to the, to the, to the, to the grass. Veribuyamazolois. And there's so many mazolois. And meribuy minachayas protium. There's riboy, different, different types of life for each grass and each vegetation. The whole Esav Esav Bifnayatsmoy. Everything on its own. And it should have this taste, different kind of mazel. And that's why you find that there's different kinds of, of land. Every land has its own kind of, of vegetation. Like the things that grow in Mexico, and the things that grow in California, and things that grow in, in, in different, different countries, in different places. Why? Because the mazel of every country is different. The mazolis are different. The spiritual powers are different. And based on the, on the chemistry of these spiritual powers, that will result in the types of foods that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, that it produces. Where is it? Yeah, yeah, today everything is blended already. But... And it used to be talk. It used to be that everything was local. Everybody only ate the local foods. It says actually that people were healthier than in a certain way because the the foods that you're local with fit your the 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 nature of your body. Uh, I did read that once that there was a certain that, and I think the Ramam says you should only eat food during the season of the thing. Uh, anyways, so you're working with your body. And there's the lands that give other fruits. According to the type of, of, of ministering angel which is in charge of the mazolois, there's the sar. From him comes the, the koyach and the chayas, that's, that's mazol. To the grass. And the fruits of that country. Now these 70 ministering angels, each one is mashpia life into the land. Every, every minister in his own country. Where are they getting the chayas from? They're mashpia life and abundance. Where are they getting it from? They're getting it from a godly source. From a godly, from a godly source of life and a godly source of pleasure. Because obviously we also understand that included in food, in food, we talk, we're talking about mainly food as nutrition, but in food there's also the, 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 the food, is, food opens up a world of pleasure, food of delight. So all this pleasure is coming from the sar. Obviously the, 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 the koyach ruchni is the source of the pleasure of the gashmi. And where is the koyach ruchni coming, the mazel, from the sar? And where does the sar have so much pleasure and delight from? The sar, sar is the ministering angel. And where is the malach, the malach, the sar? Where does he have it? So he's getting it from a tainugaliki, from a godly power, shenofal b'shviras hakelim, that shattered and fell down at the time of the shattering of the vessels. Mezayin midos to toyu, from the seven midos of the world of toyu, which collapsed. 
Vuhurad binoiga. And when that divinity, and when those dots fell down into Klippa of Noiga Debiya, and these Malachim, they're part of the Noiga, they're part of the Noga reality. And they have all this, so they have basically broken pieces of pleasure. Broken pleasure, that's what it is. Liois Memenu Hisavus Tanugim, which this brings about a source, a boundless source of pleasure. But this is all broken, shattered pleasure. Ashaloi Lashem Hema. Is all pleasure that is not in a godly state. It's not rectified. It's in a broken state. And that's why ultimately they don't lead us to real, real happiness. Even though we're such pleasure seekers, but we have the pleasure and it doesn't really lead us anywhere because it's broken. It's not... It's not. Vigam, tanugim, gashmiyim. Now, because they're coming from klipas noiga, so the physical pleasures, muravim toivara. They're mixed good and bad. What do I mean good and bad? Generally, or it's quite, quite possible that when a person partakes in any of these pleasures, the pleasures are going to cause a, a, a dense, a, 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 um, a density in the person's consciousness. The more pleasure a person fills himself with the physical delights and pleasures of the world, and if you don't keep on refocusing and directing that pleasure for a good thing, yeah, it, it causes a, a, a grubkite. When a person eats the food. Now even though the food and the tainug and the pleasure that's in the food is physical, and it's coming from an unholy place, because in, even in Eretz Yisrael, where the klipa doesn't do, doesn't dominate, it's a holy land. Not the three impure klipas, but klipas noiga is quite pretty active even in Eretz Yisrael. They've done there. What does that mean in Eretz Yisrael? That means that even shalosh klipas atmeis somehow infiltrate, because avera comes from the three impure klipas. This is complete Ra. So it's not like there's no trespassing of Klippa into the land of Israel. It's later there as well. But not in a manner of ruling. No one can rule. That's why the, the people who think they can rule Eretz Yisrael, never, never, they, can't, they can't rule it. Nevertheless, Told, this is all the state of the state of affairs until a person comes. But a person that has a a piece of Hashem from above, that a yid has the ability to redeem everything. The Jew can fix everything. Because a, a Jew has a neshama that's not from the broken realm. A Jew has a neshama from the world of tikkun. And the world of tikkun is a world of attachment, a world of MS. So when the Yid comes and eats them, and he eats it with his neshama consciousness, that's very important. If the person is eating it like a glutton, so he's, he's approaching the food from the person's own shvira from his own broken world. It's not going to be misakin anything. It's only when the person is coming from a strong sense of purpose, and a strong sense of attachment, and then out of that notion, he approaches the food, and takes that energy in to help him in, folk, in, 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 in serving the Eibishter. So then, 
he pull, he, 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 he's mevader minara, he pushes away the ra, and he elevates the pleasure that's in it, which comes from the divine pleasure, that was mixed with bad, it gets absorbed above in holiness, in the source of all pleasure. From the place that it fell down, the person restores it back to its rightful place. And it has fallen. And once it touches base, it reconnects to its infinite source of pleasure. Because of this, it draws a new energy, a new life force to the person. Because the Shoresh is higher than the person, as we know that the world of Tayu is far more expansive and far more intense than the world of Tikkun. Like it says, that the kings of Tayu, the kings of Edom, they reigned before the kings of the Jewish people. It's mamish like the mezbeach. But what does what does the mezbeach do? It takes an animal out of its magusham diga state, and it integrates it into godliness. The person can do the same thing. If a person has a holy fire burning inside of him, and then he approaches the food and consumes it in that holy fire, and directs that energy into holy passion. Which is, it, it, which the eating of the Mizbeach was in order to take the sparks from Klipas Noigam. Vezahu, and this is the meaning of, the stomach of the wicked become emptied. What does that mean? Because when we take the sparks out from them, their stomach becomes lessened. Because all their chayas, what? This is right under the, do you see the Haka? 182. Can I have a copy here? This whole page is not here? It is there. Now let me see it, come here. Oh no, because you, no, you folded this page up. Oh, tazari. Because their whole chayas is only from Kedusha, from, from the sparks, from the sparks of holiness. And this is what it says, well, it, it stole wealth, and then it has to vomit it. It's such a beautiful pasuk. You hear this? It's a kabbalah pasuk. The stomach of the wicked are emptied. From his stomach, the Abishter is going to pull it out of his stomach. It's not like once he ate it, too late, he ate it already. It's like when your kids eat the piece of chicken you didn't want them to eat. And then they laugh at you. What are you going to do now? Can't do anything. When the Abishter is not that way, he can creep into the stomach, schlep it out after they took it already. The, the God is going to inherit it. He's going to... So we're saying the Mizbeach is... Our Shulchan is Mizbeach. Now the Mizbeach is called the Shulchan... It's Kavaldi. The Mizbeach, now the real Mizbeach in the Beis Amigdash, is called the Shulchan of the Adam. Shulchan is Adam Mechaper, it says. The table of a person is Mechaper. So what does it mean? Down here it means our table... 
So a person's eating is a kapara, because you're, you're, you're separating bad from good. Up there, what does it mean? The mezbeach is the shulchan. It's who's, it's who's shulchan? It's, it's, the, it's Hashem's table. It's the Adam Elyon. Because everything goes onto the mezbeach. What happens on the mezbeach? What happens on the table? The food is set. The food. See, in the kitchen is when they do the birer. Right? So you're peeling the potatoes, you're peeling, you're cleaning, you're wire, you're doing a bitter. Once it comes on the table, it's already fit for the person to eat. So the Adam Elian is going to eat the, the man, the Maya Nukfin that we spoke about earlier, when, after Malchus, which is the Mizbeach, cooks it and prepares it and cleans it and takes off the feathers and everything, gives it a, gives it a, makes it into a nice piece of chicken. And then it's going to be eaten by the Adam Elyon. So Mizbeach is called Shulchanoi Shal Adam Elyon. It's the Shulchan of the, and that is Mechaper. So to our table is also Mechaper. Shulchan Shal Adam Elyon, Wa Malchus Shanikra Shulchan Lahazah. Hanikra Adam, that's called Adam Adarech. Adarech Mashal HaShulchan, just like a table. Sha'alav Mevian Mezaynoi Shal Adam. You put the food down to the person. He's receiving chayas from there. Malchus goes down to do the dirty work. She goes down into and she collects over there the sparks of toyu. that fell over there. She elevates it to the supernal man. And that adds more chayas to him, more than what he had before. That's why it's a kapara. Ah, here what it means, mechaper. Oy, gewaldig. It says, shulchan shal adam mechaper alav. The shulchan of a person is a kapara on him. If the mezbeach, think about this. If the mezbeach is the shulchan of Hashem, so the mezbeach brings the sparks back. And they gives it to the Adam Elyon. The Adam Elyon eats it. What happens? Or Chadash is drawn down into Adam Elyon to fill all the blemishes in the spheres. How do we always learn? As a result of Averis, what happens? There are all kinds of cuts and bruises and all kinds of injuries that happen where? In the, in the, in the Adam Elyon. Now, and therefore, what happens? There's a lack of life and a lack of, lack of health. But as a result of the shulchan and a new or coming down, it brings healing to the Adam Elyon. That's what it means. Shulchan the Because it's memale, it fills kal hapigamim. It fills all the blemishes. By drawing down new light, through the food. That's all this eating. This is, this is what, forget about davening and learning and doing mitzvahs. This is what eating is supposed to accomplish. All of this. However, this is only the lower form of eating. Yeah. It's machaper on him. On the Adam Elian and. But it says all love on him. Shulchan Shel Adam Mechaper all love on him. Yeah. Because then it should be Alehem on them. On the Oilamais. 
A love. A love is really a Seder Ishtalshlis because the real panemius of Seder Ishtalshlis, the skeleton of Seder Ishtalshlis, is, 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 is the Svirus. Once, once it's Mechaper on him, it's automatically already in his Chaper. On, it's Mamalekola Pegamim everywhere. Um, however, Achkolze being Yishulchan Hashalad Murag Dugma is only a Dugma Lachilas Mizbeach. It's only compared the dogma to the Achilles Mizbeach. Shebeshneim, that in both of them, in Yonam, their Inyan is, Abidur Shalanitzutzis, the bitter of the sparks, Lahaloisam, the Klipas Noiga, the Kedushan, to elevate them from Klipas Noiga into holiness. Avel Eine dogma Lachilas Adam Shalakahanim. It doesn't compare to the eating of the Kahanim. Shen Yonai Hamshacha. This Inyan is the Hamshacha, Ma'orin Saif Mamaila Lamata, the channel. We don't make a bracha on our eating. If eating is so holy and so special, we don't make. Yeah, but besides that, we don't make. Like the kahanim, we're It's not compared at all to the achila the kahanim. Only to the achila the mezbeach. There was no bracha on the eating of the mezbeach. Because bracha is a hamshacha. And the eating of the mezbeach is a halah, is elevated. But our eating on Shabbos, that is already similar to the eating of the kahanim. That too is also hamshacha from above down. You want to take a break for uh, three minutes before we learn about the uh, Chila the Kahanim? Three minute break? Okay, three minute break. See, but right now we're going to finish over here. Okay. But the eating of ours on This is similar to the eating of the priest, the Kahanim. Which is also a drawing down. First, we got to wonder. In the midst of eating on Shabbos. Boyer is one of the Lamates. One of the 39 sources of work. We say, um, We know that, and we say that eating is to do a beer. And you're not allowed to do beer on Shabbos. So how are we allowed to eat on Shabbos? If Shabbos, if Borer is Usr, so what are we eating? And if you're going to say that our eating is not doing Borer, then on Shabbos it's not being Borer. So what's the content of the eating? Why eat? Eating is supposed to be a sifting process. You're taking something good, you're separating good from bad. Physically, spiritually. If we're saying that, so if Shabbos eating is bitter, you're not allowed to do it. Because one of the malachas you're not allowed to do in Shabbos is separating. If it's not boyer, if it's not happening, then why are you eating? So there has to be something else to the eating. Okay. 
on the Indian, the idea is kikavanas abedudim mudak bachila dechayil. This kavana that we have by eating, that we're eating for the sake of doing a bitter, is only the weekday. Avol b'shabes who al terech v'signa nachar. The eating is a whole different department, a whole different parsha. Like it says, the tzaddik eats to the satiation of his soul. Not, we said earlier, better, the end of the Pasuk is better than Rishoyim Techsar, to empty out the belly of the wicked. Shabbos, it's the, but the beginning of the Pasuk says, tzaddik oichel, the tzaddik eats. The tzaddik eats l'soy So what does that mean? The tzaddik eats to satiate, to draw down light. Remember the Kahana, what are they eating? Just to draw down so the tzaddik eats l'soiva to satiate nafshoi is malchus, nefesh is malchus. Uh, Zah is called ruach, bina is called neshama, chachm is called chai, and keser is called yechida. So nefesh is malchus. Tzaddik oichel, the tzaddik eats l'soiva to satiate nafshoi his soul with light coming down into malchus. This is the intention of eating Shabbos. To bring pleasure into the Shechina, to bring pleasure into the world. Malchus is starting the process, and Malchus is elevating things, and ultimately we're elevating so that it can be a kind of an Amshacha. But Shabbos, it's all about Amshacha, that's right. This that it says afterwards that the stomach of the wicked Tehsar are lacking on page 184 four, four lines from the top That's the intention of eating in the weekdays as we said earlier The eating of Shabbos is not to do a bitter This is forbidden it's to, to draw down God's pleasure below. Because in all three meals of Shabbos, we know that every meal on Shabbos is relating to a different different level that is at that meal. We invite a different, we say, I'm preparing the meal and we're inviting. Friday night we say, we say this is the meal of the apple orchard. Apple orchard, that's Malchus, that's the Shechina. It's called the apple orchard. So it's the meal of Malchus. Then in the morning we say, This is the meal of Atik. Keser, Atika Kadisha. And in Bashal Shudas we say, This is the meal of the Zaer but he say even the meal of at, atika of of chakal tapuchin kadishin, which is of malchus, by every meal, what do we say? Va'atika kadisha asya l'sado bahadei bahado, that atik yoimin comes to the meal as well. So what does that mean? It's the meal of chakal tapuchin kadishin. It's the meal of malchus, but who comes to be with her? Atika kadisha, meaning to say. Your mam shech tainug, which is atika kadisha, keser is tainug, pleasure, where? Into malchus. Every meal is to bring down light into malchus. Every meal on Shabbos. It's all about cha- channeling, bringing tainug down. Bechol gimel siddhas the Shabbos, af pesu de chakal tapicha, mishtatev pechinas atika kadisha. Shuhu makar ha tanugim, which is the source of all pleasures. Gam kein imohem. 
also with them. Kemaimer, like we say, Va'atiko Kadisha Asyo Lesado Bahadei, that Shabbos morning, Atiko Shabbos by Shalashudas, that Atiko Kadisha comes down, Lasado Bahadei, with Ze'er Anpin. Oi, Bahado, or with her, which is by Sudas Friday Friday night. Bahado, with her. Bahado, with her, female. Bahadei is with him, and Bahado is with her. Malchus and Ze'er Anpin, the six Midas. So it's a different thing. Vezeu pidish tzadik oichal l'soi v'nafshoi. Zer ampin ashal shudas. It's not less important, it's just that we do it through a different way. But it's Vezeu pidish tzadik oichal l'soi v'nafshoi. This is the pidish that the tzadik eats to the satiation of a soul. What does it mean? Bechdei lahamshech oineg ha'elyoin. To draw down the supernal delight. Lahazbiya to satisfy nafshoi, which is malchus. He ha malchus shenikra nefesh, which is malchus that's called nefesh. Shemamshichim lot tainug elyon ma'atik. We draw down supernal pleasure from atik. Al yedeya achila shal yisrael amata. Through this that yidin are having pleasure in their eating down here below, they cause a pleasure to be drawn down into malchus. Shabbos. Not during the week. But there has to, that's why it's a mitzvah to have pleasure on Shabbos. Because through our pleasure below, we cause a pleasure to be nimshach in Tamal. But a yid has to do that itself. Lishma, not because he is enjoying the, 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 the food. It's because he wants to be mamshach atainug into Olamais. And this hashpa coming from the essence of the emanator. It goes through all the pratsufim of Atsilas, which means all the configurations of Atsilas. It goes first into Chachma and into Bina. From Abba and Ima, from Chachma and Bina, Leza, to the Ze'er Anpin. Until they reach where? L'Roish Tzadik, to Yesoid. Yesoid is called Tzadik. Tzadik Elyon, Pchinas Yesoid. And he is Mashpia it into Malchus. That's the meaning Tzadik Oichel. Because the Hamshacha comes down into Tzadik. Yisoid is called Yitzoid Tzadik. Yisod. And he is Mashpia that to Malchus. So Tzadik Oichel L'soiva Nafshoi. It says another passage. Yoideya Tzadik Nefesh Behemtoi. Tzadik knows the Nefesh of Malchus. Magiyas L'roish Tzadik El Yemchnes Yisoid. Many Nimshach L'nafshoi Hu HaMalchus. Like it says, then you're gonna on Shabbos we always say the pasuk, What is the meaning? That the tainug is really coming from where alavaya. The tainug is coming from keser, from all the way up there. And where are your mamshechit? What's the point of Shabbos eating? To be mamshechatika kadisha. Atika kadisha is, is the primius akeser, ancient of days. Holy, holy ancient one. So your mamshich from the makar atanugim, from the Ein Saif, we're down into Malch. That's the kavan of all eating on Shabbos. To me, mamshich pleasure down. What does it mean? Similar to Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we know that God loses his pleasure in the world. And we have to be mo'er by the Abish to renew tainugim being a melech. A new pleasure. That's what our avoid in Rosh Hashanah, that we crown him as a king and we commit ourselves to be his loyal subjects. That gives him pleasure in being a king. 
So he draws down into Malchus. We know that every, every activity that a person does and they don't do it with pleasure, then they do it half-heartedly. You have to have pleasure in what you're doing. When your pleasure is there, if you're a teacher and you don't have pleasure in teaching, get out of the business. You have to have a delight in it. As long as, if you don't have a delight in it, you can't teach. You have to, anything you do, anything you do. If you're making shoes, you have to have pleasure in doing it. Because the pleasure is where the, where the light, where life is. Pleasure and life are, are synonymous. They work together. So the Eibishter, if we want the Eibishter to, to give life to the world, you have to be Imam the Eibishter's pleasure in, in Malchus. Rosh Hashanah, we do it. Similar to that, every Shabbos, there is a withdrawal of the Eibishter's pleasure from the world. And our avoid is to bring back the pleasure. Because Shabbos, everything is in a state of aliyah. The Eibishter retracts six days a week, He's descending. Shabbos is aliyah. He's re relaxing. Everything is going up. So the pleasure also retracts. So our, but, but the difference is on Rosh Hashanah we do it through shayfah. Shabbos we do it through eating and bringing pleasure. And when we have, that's why the, that's why the Alter Rebbe, there's a word from the Alter Rebbe that says that Shabbos when Rosh Hashanah comes in on Shabbos, the Alter Rebbe says that what, what we're supposed to accomplish with the shayfah we accomplish with kugel. Al-Tadeh literally said that, to accomplish with kugel. What does that mean? Because the Indian of eating kugel is tainuk. There should be a, the food has to be tasty. And that you should have a tainuk. And you should be mamshech. So in order that you should be mamshech tainuk elian lamata. That's the mamshech, the same Indian of shayfa. To be mamshech, the pleasure of the Amishter into the world. On Shabbos we do it with kugel as we see. Sha'atainuk, and that's the, I mean, oz tisaneg alavaya. You have to be mamshech tainog where alavaya on avaya into seder shtalshulis into yud kevavke. Ultimately, tzadik oichel lesoiva nafshoi to be mamshech the tainog into nefesh, which is malchus. Shatainog nimshech letoich shem avaya datzilas. The tainog is drawn into the shem avaya datzilas. Shakoidel partzufim anal, which includes all the partzufim. Ki yud because yud because yud kevavke includes all the partzufim. Yud ke is chachma Vavke is zuchr v'nukva. So you say, us tesaneg alavaya, it means you're mamshech through all the spheres all the way down. Obira Indian says, and explain this idea, Kvaldik, how all of existence really is based on pleasure. The underlying current that runs under everything is a pleasure that the Ebishter has. And that really has to flow through all the spheres. Shabbos it withdraws. And our Tainug that we have on Shabbos is Mamshach the Sinyan. It's Gavaldik. A beer Indian. Hinexiv, it says in the Pasik, Venor Yoitzame Eden. A river goes out of Eden. What's Eden? Eden is pleasure. The river of life emanates from Eden. Eden is this like, mysterious place of pleasure because Gan Eden, it's the garden of pleasure. It's all coming from Eden. Eden is a source of pleasure. Now, as he's going to explain, Eden is not really the source of pleasure. Aden is the first place where pleasure is revealing itself. The real world of pleasure is totally unknown. It's Ein Sof. It's one with God Himself. It's like beyond. It's the Malchus of Ein Sof. That's where pleasure takes place. And that is Ein Sof pleasure. Its first revelation, its first expression is in Chachma. In Sfiras HaChachma. That's why, in other words, higher than that, it's totally unknowable. Chachma, that's why we find within a person, a person too has a whole ocean of pleasure in his sub-subconscious. And yet we find that when does the pleasure emerge? When you have a flash of Chachma, 
It's like a Valdig idea. Suddenly it's like, whoa! And you're filled with a delight. So he's going to explain that the delight is not the Chachma itself. Because if Chachma itself would be pleasure, then how come the pleasure is only felt the first minute? You have a, you have a Chachma. You have a new idea. Full of pleasure. Take the same idea and learn it three weeks later after you learned it like a thousand times. It's dry already. You don't have pleasure in it. I, if the, if the Chachma itself is, what's it called again? If the pleasure is in the Chachma itself, then it should... So it's not that. The Chachma, where does Chachma come from? Chachma comes from your pre-consciousness. Chachma is the, is, is the initial flash. So where the pre-consciousness makes itself way into the consciousness. That's Chachma. It's a flashing from the pre-conscious, from the pre-intellect into the intellect. Once you're opening the window to the pre-consciousness, what's, what's, what's happening in the pre-consciousness? Awesome. You know what's happening in the pre-conscious human being? Endless pleasure. It's just luck. It's not, it's not present in our consciousness. How sad is it when a person is not in tune with pleasure? Because pleasure is all locked away in the, in the, in the higher human, in the pre-human, I can say that, in the pre-consciousness. But the moment you have, so why is Chachma so pleasurable? Because when you open up the window to the pre-consciousness and you allow energy to flow in, as, as the Chachma flows in, as the Seichel makes its way into you, a little drop of the essence of life falls in as well. And what is that? Pleasure. Tainu. So the first giloy, that's what he's going to explain. The first giloy of Tainug is in Chachma. From the Chachma, where do you take that drop? The drop of the essence of pleasure, where does it go? From the Chachma, it's diffused into Bina. It spreads in Bina. That's why when you understand the subject, you're also filled with pleasure. From there, the pleasure saturates also the emotions. And a person can feel pleasure in their emotions. Then all the way into Thought, speech, and action. It's a healthy human being that can carry the pleasure into everything. I'm talking about a good pleasure. The pleasure into everything. Everything they do is with tainuk, with kishmak. Some people it dries up on the process from the chachma to the bina, kind of that's where it ends, the tainuk. And then they're, they're kind of dull. Person that you see, and everything they do is filled with, filled with energy, simcha, the light. It's when they can carry the essence into, into the because the further you're going out into the nefesh, the harder it is to still keep that the pleasure juice. It should to make its way out into everything, but that's what it's needed. And he's gonna explain. Abir Indian in Exivinar Yoitzemi Aidan Ashkes Asagan. The you do it is known the Aidan who Chachma Datzilas. Aidan is Chachma Datzilas. That's Shenikra Aidan. Mepnei Shabam Elubish Aidan means pleasure. Oynege Elyon. The supernal pleasure shalamatzel of the emanator baruchu is enclosed in chachma. Omnam, however, is very important. Chachma itself is not the pleasure. Pleasure is a, is a is an entity for itself. and it is higher. Much much higher than chachma. It descends It encloses itself in chachma. Like we find. When a person has a new epiphany, a new insight, he's filled with tainu. 
The Tainug is not the Seichel itself, the Imkein or Yerolius Misanig. He should have been to have Tainug. Kolzman Sheyachzer Haskola B'Moichai. Every time he repeats the idea in his brain, he should be again filled with sensation and delight. Even when it becomes old. And we see it's not so. When the thing becomes a missile for elder, it gets old. That's why we say, Always new. Because when it gets old, it gets stale. It loses the flavor. It loses the taste. When it's new. Why is that? Pleasure is not seichel. Pleasure is above seichel. It dwells in the source of seichel. Achreishis, we're in moyach stima. Moyach stima means in the pre-intellect, that's where the pleasure dwells. But where does it reveal itself? When you have a revealed seichel from the moyach stima, from the pre-intellect, revealed seichel, it comes along with a thrill, with a moment. Achreishis, gilo yo'aynegu b'seichel is in seichel. When a person has a chidush, a new haskala, a new idea, because at this instant, it has now been born from the pre-intellect, an idea which, is the, which, which in the pre-intellect is where the pleasure resides, from the source of seichel. That's why the pleasure is going to be found over there very much. When it just when it gets old, you're not. It's 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 the the, the 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 flash was not was not was not the chachma. It was what came along with the chachma when when the window opened up to your pre to that to that to the real you that's higher than your conscious limited tiny little sliver of you. That's where the pleasure is. The same is also above. It's drawn from its source, the essence of the emanator. Now, he's saying he wants to distinguish. The God himself, you can't say, is the mucker of Tainug, because that's a description already on him. The God, you can't say, is the source of pleasure, because that's already a description. With you, which means with the essence of the emanator, is the source of life. Which is the source of pleasure. Ach, he makes a distinction. It's from the malchus element of the Ein Soif. Whatever that means. It's the lowest level of God, of the emanator itself. That's pleasure. Mokr hatanugim is related to malchus of Ein Soif. Here he doesn't give a B or a Y. No, we're talking about the Abish. Where does pleasure begin? The Abish does pleasure. Where does that begin? The mucker of all pleasure. Ultimately, the mucker of our Veltlichetayv is also. Because these, as we said earlier, these are broken, these are broken shards from the world of pleasure. So it's, we're saying the Abish is the mucker at Tanugim. He says, not God himself. It's Malchus of Ein Saif, which is still pre Atzilus, pre, pre, right? Pre, pre, pre Atzilus. And in the Malchus level of Ein Soif, that's Makar Atanugim. I don't know the beer in that. Why? What's, this, what's the Indian of Malchus the Ein Soif being the, the, the Makar Atanugim? But it's Ki right? Because that's what he, 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 he's, he's bavarining over here. He's, he's emphasizing. The essence of the emanator himself, Merumum Vinizgov Gamebchenas Makar Atanugim. He is elevated and exalted even from the source of pleasure. 
Rak bchenas malchus, vuhu bchenas shmoi, malchus, which is only his name, nasa atik, becomes the atik, which atik, as we know, is the ancient one, which is the, 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 the source of pleasure, la atzilas, to atzilas. Elechenu bchenas ein soif, and that's why he's ein soif, umakarachayim, the source of life, va'ara mitzumtzemes, and a tiny little la'ara, shezesoid gevura da atik yoimen, Atik Yoimen, the ancient of days, has an element of, ancient of days is, is saturated with pleasure. But what happens? Gevura da Atik Yoimen is the ability of the Ein Soif to do what? To concentrate, Gevura, to concentrate that pleasure. A little bit of it, that's the concentration of Gevura. It, it, it's, a, it's, a con, it's a contraction of that pleasure. And where does it enclose itself? In the pre-intellect. means the concealed intelligence. The source of Chachma. And from there, a tiny little crumb of it. Makes its way into Chachma of Atzilas. Is the first revelation of this tiny of the supernal pleasure. From all the spheres, kiresh is chachma, because the beginning, the chachma is the beginning. Um chachma nimshach, and from chachma is drawn, gam kenli is a slapshot satanic bebina. Some of that pleasure, which in chachma is only a little crumb, but really becomes an ocean, an infinite ocean of pleasure to all the pleasure that there is in all of existence. This little crumb. This crumb comes from. From in Chachma, it comes from the pre-intellect called Mayach Stima, which is the which is the Chachma of Keser. Which that comes from, hold on, which that comes from Gevura of Atik Yoimen, because Gevura is concentrating it, contracting it. Which it comes from Atik Yoimen itself, before the Gevura, which is what? Expansive. Which it itself comes from Malchus to Ein Saif. How do you achieve it? It's not what we're achieving. It's, it's the, it's, it's, it's what the Abishter is the, the, it's, it's the Abishter's motivation, so to speak, and the Abishter's pleasure that the Abishter is having in creating the universe, in creating the worlds. Obviously, earlier than that, it's the Abishter's tining in Torah mitzvahs, and then, and then ultimately becomes a pleasure. Abishta's delight that he has in creation, which he senses in his Chachma. From his Chachma, it channels into Bina, which is what? How does it go from Chachma to Bina? He says, Al Yedei Lamed Beishvilin, it goes through 32 pathways of Chachma into Bina, Vinesivois, and little, little, little uh, pathways. And from Bina it travels down into Zuchrin Nukva, male and female, Zeir Ampin and Malchus, through the 50 gates of Bina. It was what a gate. A gate is to exit, enter and to exit. Here it's, here it's to exit. And this is what it says The river goes out of Eden from Chachma, a river of pleasure. And ultimately it gets down to the Gan. Gan is Malchus. So the pleasure flows into Malchus. And what does it mean? In Malchus, it means that the Shekhinah is filled with pleasure in being a king. The Shekhinah is Malchus. 
And it's filled with pleasure in being a king. Abish is delighting in being Melech And from that pleasure comes pleasure into the world. But in order for it to make such a journey from the infinite pleasure of Hashem, for it to descend into such... Because just like we said earlier in the Mimer, he's going to explain it later, also, again, the worlds are nothing. So imagine a human being who's got a billion, billion, billionaire. He's got such a biz building to have himself any kind of party, any kind of pleasure, anything. And he gets down with a little poor kid, even a kid from a very poor family who has nothing, who doesn't even have a toy. He has a make-believe toy. And the kid is playing, and this guy sits down and he plays along with him, and he, and he finds pleasure in that little Nadesha game. The Abishta has to take his infinite pleasure and infinite delight and channel it down into the tiny little game of creation, of this little Nadeshkai. It requires immense tzimtzumim to contract the pleasure, to lower the pleasure down into such into such little things, such a minutia, such little things. So that's why there's 32 times the name Elohim in Maisei Bereshis. Because without pleasure, creation isn't happening. As we said earlier, pleasure, because pre- pleasure drives desire. A person has desire for something. What drives desire? What do you want? Because underneath it, there is a pleasure that you have. The pleasure drives desire. desire. And desire drives everything, motivates everything. But that un, it's a little bit shemen there, a little bit pleasure. And there's 32 Elohims in my Sibiratius to contract God's infinite pleasure into this minute little thing called creation. through them, and from downward canal. And he explains why. That the Abishta should have Tainuk from my Sabratius. That Hashem looks at his creation and it's very good. What's good? Abishta for you, it's good. It's Narishkeit. This is a tremendous shiftless, lowering ring. The entire Shtalshalus is nothing by him. That the Abishter should be misaneg from my Sibiratius. Even Chachma, Atzilus is total Narishkeit to him. It's considered by him like a physical action. That even Chachma is like Asiyah. He gives this example of a, of a mature human being, Bechachma. I didn't talk about it playing with a child. He's saying a different, a different example. A guy who's a huge, huge philosopher and thinker, and he can, and he lowers his his seichel to to, to 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 figure out a physical a physical invention. I mean, again, you know, to figure out how to how to how to make a, I don't know what. to do some you know, this greatest, deepest philosopher and thinker is making a little art, pictures. Uh, but not that he should stop doodle, that he should have a tainug in it. He should say, oh, that's cute. This is a great hashpala. That he should delight from something so lowly. 
כל כך שאין להם ערך חכמוסו, it's not commensurate with his חכמה, not in any way. שיועס לוי, ויש ענוג, מסיכלי עם נפלאים. It is fitting for him to have תיינוג from wondrous ideas. That's his pleasure. אל שזהו, עניין צמצום, this is the idea of צמצום, שמצמצם סיכלוי, He's contracting his seichel, vitainug harachod, and his broad pleasure, lias yoyed mi malasai, for him to descend from his elevated state, harama, lias labish, or lias anik, to enclose himself and to find pleasure, bidvarim tachtoinim in lowly things. Kemoikin viyasar en kates le en kate le en eroich, so so and more than so without an end. It's a great diminishment by God to find pleasure from the whole order of the progressive world to him they're like a drop of the, we said earlier, of the ocean how is the pleasure drawn down who are they tzimtzumim these are through tzimtzum and the lamed beis elokim hanal. Hashem says thirty-two times elokim. Upchin is gevura da atik yoyimin, beginning with the massive contraction of gevura of atik yoyimin. That's mislabish and moyach stima hanal, as we said before. And from there into chachma, and from there through the little pass, pass, passageways from chachma to bina, for the fifty gates from bina into zayam. It's all getting achat tzimtzumim. Ain on ela b'choyel. The problem is that these, this whole order of God contracting himself into smaller things happens in the weekdays. Because in the weekdays, Hashem is in a state of lowering himself down. Shabbos, it says, Elohim has ended. Thank you. Shabbos, it says, Elohim has ended. And the meaning of Elohim have ended means... The meaning that Elohim has ended means that the Elohim, the Tzimtzumim go away. The Ebrister retracts back into what? Like a person relaxes. When a person focuses his work, what are you doing? You're focusing your energy into something. And when you're done your work, you're like, kick back. You feel like you're returning to yourself. So the Ebrister doesn't say he returns to himself. And the energy that has been stuck and the pleasure that kind of got stuck in the world is kind of being released and allowed to go back into its natural source. It ends um, They caused They were causing the contracting of the drawing of the pleasure. So then he's retracting back into himself. This is the resting. But if this is a very dangerous thing then, then God retracts into himself. And what happens to the creations? They remain lifeless and pleasureless. There's no kiyam to the world. Because the supernal pleasure, that's the source of life. Because where there is pleasure, there is will. And where there is will, Hashem is focusing His energy and attention into it. He desires it. What is desire? Because He has pleasure in it. But if His pleasure retracts, 
Um, and since the tzimtzumim went away, which they caused the pleasure to be minimized, which through them the pleasure was, de- was, was drawn down, so there's no pleasure. Comes the mitzvah of Oynek Shabbos. Through this, that you didn't have Tainug on Shabbos. With, uh, what is it? Schmaltz, um, Matyash, and Stiglitz, Herring. All the types. What does that do? But the Yid has to have Tainug not because he likes to have Tainug. And the proof is, is he has Tainug during the week. That's really the shame. If you don't have Tainug during the week, in Shabbos you let yourself to have Tainug, then you do get the shame mitzvah. What is it? This causes the supernal pleasure to be drawn down. Why? Because just like we're having pleasure in small things, the Abishter is with us. Oh, but here's the difference. So oh, basically, according to this, it's just restoring that which we had during the week. L'chayra comes out, L'chayra, and this, it's, it's a little bit of a downer. During the week, you don't need to do it. The pleasure is there anyways. Shabbos, it retracts. So you need to do it in Yonam of pleasure so you can keep the pleasure down here. All right, so what are you basically doing? You're bringing back to what it would have been there anyways. Saying, no. The Chachman Shabbos is that in the weekday, how are you bringing the pleasure down? through the 32 of Elikims, through contractions, contractions, contractions. The pleasure as it is can't come down. The Chiddush of Shabbos is that through our Oynik Shabbos, we bring down the expansive pleasure, not, not contracted. As is, the infinite pleasure as it is descends into the creation. How is that possible? I, the creation, is lowly and, and insignificant. A muscle for that I don't have. You say when a person sits down and Ah, I have a mushroom. When a person plays with someone, with a little child, so then what is he doing? He's contracting his pleasure into a silly thing. A, a guy comes out, he's a, he's a big, big scientist, a big, big college professor. He walks outside, and in the lawn of the college, there's a little two, two children playing, a Narasha game. So he gets involved, he starts playing with them. So what is he doing? He's contracting his pleasure into their world. But how about when he comes out and it's his own Ben Yachadol playing? So here it's not, it's not a contracted pleasure. Here it's his entire pleasure, as Avi this is, because this Tainug is his Tainug in his son. It's a different, it's a different, it's a different Tainug. It's not the Tainug in the Narish guy. It's the Tainug of his child in the world of the child. Could be that's the Chiluk. Yidin, the Abishta's children, the Abishta comes down to be Masonic with us. It's a Tainug in Yidin. And it's a Tainug in our pleasure. Make any sense? It's a different, it's a different Indian. There it's a Tainug in my Sibiratius. That's already, a, that's an Indian Mugabal, it's an Indian Limited. Here it's a Tainug, Mitzad, the fact that Yidin are Masonic. The Abishta's Tainug is along with us.
Soif kol soif. But put it this way. You're right, but soif kol soif. Soif kol soif, it's taka trends. We're supposed to do it as much as we can, L'shem Shemayim. But Soif Kul Soif, what's the Tainug on, on Shabbos? The Tainug, yeah, no. Soif Kul Soif, what's the Tainug? The Tainug is in, in, in food. The, tain, the Yid is having Tainug in Gashmias and, and, and things that are things that pleasure the body. It's Soif, that, that's the pleasure that we're doing. It's just, it's just your Kavan needs to be that the Abishta should be there. You want Hashem should be in that pleasure. Um, this is the mitzvah of achila of the three meals on Shabbos. Because in physical eating, there's two in Yonim. Number one is that the palate tastes the taste. When a person chews the food, he tastes the good taste that's in the food. In his palate. And he has tainuk. Bez, the second kind of pleasure. Is the filling of his stomach. It, it, it satiates. When the chewed food goes into his stomach, it satiates him, and it creates blood. It becomes blood. So one of, it's doing yonim and food. I'm not hungry anymore. It satiates, and it gives pleasure. It can be one without the other. You can eat tasteless food, and you're not hungry. You can chew on food and get pleasure, and not satiate your hunger, because you spit it out. You got the pleasure. But it's two in Yonim. Now the truth is, it's not like if you chew food and you get pleasure from it, and even if you don't eat it, you're also getting chayas. Because pleasure itself is adding chayas. When a person gets a delight, it's a, it's, 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 that's why chewing gum, it's not giving you anything, but the, the, the mint flavor, the, whatever flavor it is, also gives you chayas. Why? Because anything that gives a tainug, tainug, Tainug opens up chayas, releases, uh, it, gives you like, it gives you a high, it gives out an expansion. One is the taste. The substance of it. Where does the food go? He's going to explain like this. Interesting. Taste is mainly food for the person's moichin. And, um, and, and the mamashas is food for the body. Because you see, where does the taste go? The taste is be'ikr. It's interesting. Chassidus and Kabbalah attributes taste more to the palate than to the tongue. And the, where is the palate? The cheich is right be, below the brain, right below the chachma. So you absor- it's basically like, it's almost like the brain from here is absorbing the taste right up. Like we see literally, and you see that you extract it. it, it the, the cheich, the palate absorbs it, and then what happens if you chewed food and you absorb, and then you go and you chew it again? That's why uh, even in a shekvar you don't have tainug anymore. The pleasure has the 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 the, the, the palate has already taken out, extracted all the pleasure. Shahoya boy that was there. That's one thing. To the what? 
I don't know. I've seen a Hasidist that it it's always talks about the Chech. The power is the top of the mouth. Veguf on the tongue. Veguf vegeshem amachel. I haven't seen in Hasidus a discussion about taste that it's on the loshain on the tongue. The guf vegeshem amachel shenichnas lekeres, and then there is the guf which goes into the stomach. Umasbiyai, umasbiyai, umeyashiv datoi. It calms a person down. Umar bedam, and it increases blood. It's two types of chayas that is in the food. We said that all food comes ultimately from the fallen worlds of Tayyu that collapsed. Because the shame ban itself, kolol, included within it, mitam nekudais, tagin, and oisiyais. So tamim, that's the tastes of it. That's the tastes of the shame ban. The kudos, tagin, and oisiyos, and the the substance are more related to the oisiyos. The kula nishbiru, and mitzad atzmos ban mesavo guf chayas hamachol, the chayas of the machol itself. Our b'chinas tamim shaboy, the tastes are or in it. Mesava hatamim, this 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 creates the 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 the, the tastes va'oynek shabemachalim and the pleasure that's in the food. Ekadaim lozeb b'chol advarim. And similar to this is in all in all things. Now the problem is like this: Bechayil in the weekday, kol zem uriv toivera. All of this is mixed good and bad. The food itself that comes on your plate is mixed good and bad. Both the pleasure of it and the substance of it, because it's all part of the shvira sakelim. It all fell. V'tzrichin lizbar and it needs a bitter. Hey not tainog. Both the pleasure. And also the guf meaning the very substance of it. And it says interesting, in the weekday you're supposed to ignore the pleasure, try not to be involved with it at all, and focus mainly on the guf Why? Now tzaddikim really could be mavara the tam as well. Regular people, the problem is that the tam is very, very hard to do l'shem shamayim. That's why the taste is better that you don't, you're not particular about it. And, and your focus should be healthy food just to live and to get chayas. That's easier to make a tikkun in. Ki Because pleasure can be magashim. Like it says, Vayishman vayivot. That kipchu aseris ha-shvatim it says. That the ten shvatim became, what ruined them was that they had so much physical pleasure. They had fine wines and delicious and, 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 and um, very, very special spas. And that's what caused them to become coarsened. The, the food itself, forget about the taste. You will eat and you will become satiated. Your heart will become, you know, uh, coarse, haughty. You have to do the bitter, as we said earlier. Shabbos, you don't need the bitter. Because on Erev Shabbos, Nifrad Hara, automatically. On Erev Shabbos, when you take a shower, the Ra goes away. That's what it says in Hasidus, Kabbalah, that the showering is what? Hot water, Dafka. All the Ra, Arois. Fire Mikvah. The Mikvah is ready to be my Kabbalah, Erev Shabbos. And it went away. And, and in the world, only the good of Noiga is left. In all food. 
So now what's the You don't have to do a tikkun anymore. But when you eat them and you have tainug in them, causes above as well. Also, just like you're taking the pleasure into your palate, which means into your chachma, because the palate is right beneath the chachma. So too you're causing the hamshacha of tainugwir in the Abish's palate, in the spheres above. It should come down the pleasure. Just like the tainug is in the chech. is, the word chachma is chech ma. Palate. That's why chachma is in Gvaldig. Chachma is palate. Chech ma. The power of ma. The chech, not the koyach. The chech. Because it's, it's, it, that's why we also know. Chachma is what? Gives the tam for everything. What's the reason? Reason is called tam. And tam is also taste. Taste and reason. Because we know that the, when you have the reason of something, then you have the flavor. When you understand the reason of a mitzvah, then your mitzvah is flavorable. Your Yiddishkeit is flavorable. If you don't have any reasons, you don't, so then everything is dry. So we'll be ma'orid as well. Gilui oiratika, the revelation of the light of atik yoyimin, bechachma in chachma. Masha bechoyl. Now in the weekdays it was also nimshach the tainu, because if there wouldn't be tainu in creation in the weekdays, there would be no creation. But in the weekdays it was nimshach ayadetzim tsumim. We said earlier there were thirty-two elokims that contracted the pleasure to come into creation. Will be drawn on Shabbos without the tzimtzum. From Chachma will be drawn afterwards below. And all the ten tzviris will kiniskalea, like we said earlier. That's number one. One mitzvah in Shabbos, to have tainu. The second mitzvah in Shabbos is to eat. You're not, you're not that satiate one's hunger. Through the Eating the food and being satiated. It's the second Indian in the food. It causes a other hamshacha from above down. To satiate the world with all of its needs. The world needs two things. You need, a person needs, a person needs whatever needs they need, but you also need pleasure in your life. As explained in Eitzchayim, there's two types of food. One type of mazayin is which is mainly the pleasure. Eat reyim, that's chachma bina, they're called reyim, they're friends, train reyim. Drink and become shikr doidim, which are referring to the those who love each other, the lovers, which are za and malchus. They're called doidim. So they should. That's above, that's chachmem bina. The food of abavim, shehem anikri reyim. Kihem loy misparshim, they're friends that never separate. Below, that's called 
Vav K, which is considered below compared to Yud K, the food of Zun, they're called lovers because their Yichud is from time to time. And the explanation of the matter, in every there is the ket, there is the chachma, there is the bina, and there is the pleasure that's in it. The pleasure is mainly the food for Abba and Ima. It's primarily the food of, of Zun. To say she ate one soul. And on Shabbos, on Shabbos it's all flowing down. In Atzilus, Al Yedei Achilas Yisrael La'oynegel Asayvan Afshay. Through this, that Yidden are eating for the pleasure and for the satiation of their soul. V'loy mepchenas habirurim. It's not from the word of birurim kibchoil. In the weekday, we're mamshach everything through elevating things and bringing things to a bittel, and through this, it's happening. Shabbos, it's just through hamshacha. It's hamshacha. Yeah, the bitter happens through refraining. Yeah. Yeah. A man doesn't live on bread alone. So the deeper meaning is not only on the avoida of bread. What does the Pasik say? Simply you learn, Skavaldi. Simply you learn, I mean, when I say simply, I mean simply Hasidis learns. Not on the bread alone, but on the spark of Hashem that's in the food, which is the birurim. That's what a person is living. You're living on the spark. Now he's learning the pidush much deeper. Not on the bread alone and the bitter shaboy. Not only on a momata lamaila does a person live. What comes out of Hashem's mouth directly from above down on Shabbos. Shabbos yoseget chayas. Not only through a process of elevation, but through a process of drawing down. That Zav Atzilus doesn't only get from Birudim, which is the eating of the week. That which comes out of Hashem's mouth directly. As we said earlier, which is the kavan of Achil and Shabbos. A person can live. This is from the supernal pleasure, and even higher, it's without a lot of tzimtzumim. It's the source of all life. When we say pi Hashem, it means Malchus the Ak. Malchus of Ein Soif. Malchus of Adam Kadman. Shanasis Atik Latzilis. From Moitzah pi Hashem, from the Malchus of Ein Soif. From there, it's, it's, uh, uh, that becomes the Atik, that becomes the source of pleasure for Atzilis in a manner of Amshach. This is what Chazal say, this is Gavaldik. If you say Vayachulu on Shabbos, you become a Shutif with Hashem in my separations. Why? It's a wonder, the last page. 
In the six days of creation, the world was created already. What kind of shittah are you becoming? What, what are you going to add to the world? If you become a shittah, it means you have, to add, you have to make your contribution. What's your contribution that you're going to make to the world? You're going to say, You become a shittah with the Yebish. The Indian idea is, on Shabbos it says that the Lekim ended. And what happens when a Lekim ends? All these contractions, so the pleasure goes back into its source. And the supernal pleasure would have gone away. That was enclosed in Chachma, in the weekday. Through the contractions. The world could not continue to exist. So through Kiddush, so when you say Vayichulu over here, it means Be'ikr, the Vayichulu of Kiddush, not the Vayichulu of Shul. Because it's through the, the Vayichulu, which is, which is Kiddush, and the eating that comes after that. V'oynek Shabbos, Huchoyzer u'mamshichoy, you're being mamshichet back, imkei noisen chayas ba'olam. You're giving chayas in the world through your eating. V'nikr shutif, you call the partner. Al derech ma'amir azal, gimel gimel shutfim ba'adam, Three shutfim are in a person. Av mazriyat. The father gives his chelik. So here too, you're giving neshama. Through your the pleasure, which is the neshama. The and the person has a chelik. In drawing the life into the world. This the next piece is gavaldi. Is similar. It's on the same page in Achilles Kahanim. Same idea like to Kahanim. It's all about drawing down. Both of them are Amshacha from down, from up down. More specifically, of course, there's many details that are, of course, different in Kahanim than in we eating on Shabbos. But in general, they're the same gist. Of drawing down be'eches amshach azu azu, elchein and therefore kemoish ba'chilas kahana. Whoever wanted to have a geshmake enjoyment at eating Shabbos should leave now. The mimer is going to let you enjoy Shabbos food, but it's going to make an interesting provide. It's going to provide a, a certain a certain um, a, a, a introduction to it. It says you're allowed to eat on Shabbos geshmak, providing that you daven for four hours before that. Four hours be his us. Why? Just like by the Achilles Kahanim, the Kahanim needed to make a bracha first. How can it be that a human, physical human being, is eating and through this he's causing the Hamshacha? What did we say earlier? They had to draw down a signal through their bracha. And he should have the Kayach to be Mamshach through Achila. In order that a person should be able to be mamshav through Oynik Shabbos, as Taino Ge'el Yenanao, this pleasure, oh, so if he would be a Polish Rebbe over here, he would say, make Kiddush. That's the bracha. Ach, Kiddush. But the Chabad Rebbe won't give you such an easy task. They'll say that Mekoidem, what is before? Lehispal Bekavana. You have to daven bekavana. Shem yoichel b'shabes beloy tefila bekavana. If you're going to eat on Shabbos without a really good davening before, lo yasiklum. Right? You're not doing anything. Why? 
the yispashet atayna gashmi, all that is going to be is simple physical pleasure. Shalamachol bechitzaynes, the machol, the pleasure is going to remain in the external world, and it's going to cause vibrations. Where in your own in your own kishke in your own stomach in your own that's where the vibrations of pleasure are going to happen. It's not going to enter into the inner realm of existence to cause a flow of pleasure in all of Seder Ishtalshans. Because, you know, okay, it's just pleasure. So it's <laughs> Aha, that's what I'm saying. Come on, Shekasa Bezayar. Like the Zayar says, Alman Deloy Tospavira. The guy who doesn't get onto the airplane. I have to check up the Zayar. Someone who's not in the air, something is not, he's, he's, still, he's still down here. So what's happening? It's not, nothing is happening. So Luce Kashi is Eider Tchila Betfila Bekriya Satfila Bekavana. When you have an Eider first, then you have a Bekavana. That's the Bracha. Then when he eats, he's going to be Mamshech, Esa Oinege Elian, the supernal delight. Like it was in the flesh of the Zevach, the Kahanim, Abracha Tchila, first the Bracha, Kamoy Kembeshabis, Akriya the Tfila, the reading of Davening. The davening is like the bracha for the mitzvah sachila and shabbos. But davening we start where it's supposed to. What? What kind of chutzpah does a person have to think that he is going to have pleasure in his palate, and through this he's going to cause divine pleasure in the eibushes chachma? Humitzad, there's nothing to do with you. It has to do with your shayrish. Mitzad sheshayrish adam tchenas adam kadma, because ultimately man's neshama traces its way back all the way that all the way to the primordial man, which is called adam kadma. Shememeno nimshach shem ma the i oirach atzilus, which the name of ma is drawn from there, which is the flow in atzilus. Ratzoloimer amachab kol atzilus sheyechesed v'gvurim eschabrim, the flow that which causes this all the spheres to to connect to each other. Kedaima. The human being has that Indian inside of him that he's called everything. Even when Adam Kadman has already fully manifested and expressed himself into all the details of time and space, Hashem calls for the generations. Because initial it was, what's, what's, what's the Indian of Adam Kadman? In one thought, Niskaru in one thought, everything, all time and space and everything, all of the, all, everything that will ever happen was ready in one thought. But then, even when it emerges outward, the human being still, can, still has within him some of that general, encompassing, all-embracing energy of the Ebishter. Yachol yachad. So the name of, no, I'm, I'm so, I thought he said that, no, he's not saying that. He's saying the Shem Ma, which comes from there, is able to unify everything because the Shem Ma comes from this initial machshava. She is because first everything was one. He's drawn from there. Ki Adam Gematriyama. The person is Gematriya, the word Adam is Gematriyama, 45. He is able to be ma'orer every place. And therefore, his palate 
can reach all the way up in Atsilas and cause the sensations in, 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 the, in the palate of Atsilas. Because everything is included in his Shayrish. This that he has Tainuk from food. He causes Amshacha of pleasure from Adam Kadman, from, I'm sorry, yeah, Ms. Biza in Zairampin Datsilis. I would think that it makes more sense over here that the word should be Amshacha's Tainig, not from Adam Kadman. Adam Tainig from Ayan Kuf, Me'atik, Matika Kadisha, because that's where he was speaking earlier. That's where the time. Adam Kadman is only the idea. Adam Kadman is only there. Why man has this kayak? Because the person comes from Adam Kadman, which includes all the shtalshlus, and therefore you can zoom into any place and activate it. What? It's ability to activate an inu, but the actual amshachas tainug is on the makarat tanugim, which l'chayr is me'atik, or me'atika kadisha biza, da'atzilu shezeh soy da'chilas adam, u'mezah nimshach achakach lamata. Ayam ha'shakas mitzvah alif, that from the human it's not far. All the blessings above and below. It's all dependent on the seventh day when Yamam Shechtainog. Over there, this Indian is explained very well. It's the pathway. It's a large, no, because he wants to show that Shein Ma flows through everything. Atzilus, Shein Ma is called Oirach. The Iyo Oirach Atzilus. This is the flow of Atzilus. Why is it called an Oirach? Because it connects opposites. Why does it connect everything opposites? Take care. Shkayach for the check I got today. Because Nisham is Adam is Gematria Ma. Aleph Dalad Mem. Ma Memhe. Memhe traces its way all the way back to the, the place where all Seder Ishtalshalis is all in one thought. It's the primordial thought that includes everything. Since the human being's Nishama comes from that primordial thought more than anything else, that's why the human being has also that ability to affect Kol Seder Ishtalshalis. He has it all inside of him. He has the DNA of everything. It's all inside of him. He's mapped out. He, ma he maps out the entire order. I just want to see if there's a tikkun on this, on this words. Take care. Be well.